Ishnu Allah, Assorted Intelligences, and welcome back to another episode of somebody's favourite podcast, Talk Until the Joy Is Gone. I am Rooney, the arrogant sociopathic ego that still cries at old episodes of The Next Gen. Seriously, the offspring is amazing. And I sigh a lot. Here with me is the man you all love to hate, the undisputed master of the humble brag, and the lord of, I'll probably have to ask Rooney to delete that later... Reggie, this is the best intro you've ever done. We're almost on par with like, the, the abuse we've both taken this intro. I think we should just get rid of this whole different intro every week and just use this And one. we just use the same intro yeah, every week. just cut that out and put it in every week. I mean, mine was more because I can't remember exactly who what it was, but somebody pissed me off about something. So I was like, it was just kind of uh, sarcastic because yeah. I have been called all of those things before... <laughs> By more than one person. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not just me. <laughs> and I did, I wrote that after watching. I sat and watched with my lunch the other day. Uh, no, I was sat downstairs after dinner watching. I'm re-watching uh, Star Trek Next Generation, yeah. the first three series. And it got to the Offspring episode and it got to the end of it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally crying at Star Trek. But, you know, apparently I'm a sociopath, so... <laughs> You can you can have no real human feelings, but you know still have feelings for fictional characters. Fictional right? characters. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's the definition of a sociopath. But okay, I watched something the other day that almost reduced me to tears. Was it one of those colorized World War Two documentaries you love? No, no, <laughs> no amount of was like, it a vasectomy video? No amount of dead people will reduce <laughs> me to tears. Yeah, but I'm a sociopath, right? <laughs> what was it? I watched. I watched something. And it was something that com- it completely took me by surprise that I was getting super emotional about it. <laughs> was I it mean, um, a YouTube video of previous John Lewis Christmas adverts? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> they just make me hate rich people. <laughs> yeah. You have, you have double glazing and a trampoline? <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> you have time to get upset about John Lewis adverts? You clearly do not have enough stress in your life. <laughs> No, fucking orangutans what did i watch this is gonna drive me mad it was upon reflection it shouldn't have been so like bewildering why it got me um, <laughs> because it just evoked a basic human emotion no right so no? no i figured i remembered it now there's this show that i love i'm really gonna come out of my closet you are we're terrible, getting a peek behind the curtain now terrible tv viewing now it's called the rap game uk oh god that sounds awful you would fucking hate it <laughs> But it's basically X Factor. I'm getting angry just thinking about it. <laughs> X Factor for rappers. Oh, but they don't draw it out for like 87 weeks long. And yeah. They just and they start. don't get Christmas number one out no, of the It's six episodes long. They start and they only start with six people. You haven't got to go through weeks and weeks of fucking conditions <laughs> before you get to it. But every week they do different challenges. Like there's a there's a clash when they have to like battle rap each other and all other stuff. Oh, okay. And then by the last, very last challenge every season, they go on the radio and they spit a freestyle. This guy that was like basically number one every single week, <laughs> like he was that good. He should never have been competing with the other people that were in this competition. <laughs> but he did one about how his dad died a year before. Mm. But his dad was his biggest supporter of like of him rapping. His dad kept trying to get him onto this show to do this freestyle before yeah. he even got on the show. And like his freestyle, the beat they they put together for it open with a voice note from his dad. His dead dad. And I watch it and it kicks in. And suddenly I'm like all overcome with emotion. And then he goes to spit some of the most fucking beautiful bars about like 
I'm sorry that you, you weren't here to see this and all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of his three-minute freestyle, I'm literally fighting back the tears. <laughs> I was like, did not expect this from the rap game, UK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And there, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, this this podcast in microcosm. He was crying at a rapper. I was crying at a dead android. And yeah, it's just people think we're both heartless. <laughs> we're, we're both heartless monsters. I, I don't get it. <laughs> so, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> have you watched much Mornhub recently? <laughs> God, I have no idea what it is. Oh, it's the BBC. Oh. <laughs> In which case, no. No. From the day it happened, (laughs) I'd switched on my Sky, (laughs) went to the the, the, uh, the menu, and the background was all fucking the picture of the Queen being dead and everything else. Every single channel was like, (laughs) on the TV guy was the Queen. And at that point, I just opted out. Yeah. I I haven't watched any live TV. I mean, I don't watch live TV anyway, but... I'm not going to lie. The closest I've come to being involved in anything... Regarding the death of the Queen, is sitting in the office at work talking about the queue. Yeah. <laughs> 13 and a half hours oh, at the no. moment. No. They're talking about when they're going to have to close it yeah. in order to get everyone through and done before they have to move her, like, well, the box that has allegedly got her body in it, um, to actually oh, yeah. be buried. Yeah. It's and not- it's like... <laughs> I'm just looking at this. I was looking at this and like the, I've seen some of the clips of interviews and shit. And it's like that woman, the crazy lady, who's been around seven times. Yeah. It's like, you're not at fucking Fort Park, love. I only know about her because I saw that meme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I've been around seven times. You've looked at a wooden box seven... You've queued. You've literally wasted at least a day of your limited span on this earth standing in line to look at a probably empty box. Listen, I'm not going to judge anyone. Because... I am. I'm judging you hard, motherfuckers. No. If you're, if you're, actually, they won't be listening hang on, to this. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. Let me explain my theory and then ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making this all up on the fly, people. Awesome. So this will be me. great. If Noel Gallagher died. Yes. And they put, I'm not asking you this. Oh, okay. And because you're, <laughs> you're safe. No. Because I'm a heartless sociopath. <laughs> if, if Noel Gallagher died and they put his body somewhere that I could go view it before they buried it and the queue was, that long? Yeah. I'd get in it. Would you do the same for, um, what's his name? Sir, Sir Picard. Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Patrick Stewart or any of the people that have played a huge role in your life. Someone that actually means something to I you. would go and visit it and I'd probably queue for at most an hour. Anything uh-huh. longer than that. I and think- they wouldn't want me wasting their my life to queue up and see their dead body. They I- probably wouldn't want me doing it <laughs> anyway, but... I think the public persona of Noel Gallagher, the only the man so arrogant <laughs> yeah. that you would expect everyone to queue up. Well, yeah, yeah. That, I, I can imagine that Personally, Liam Gallagher yeah. is taking notes on all this for all yeah. the shit he wants when he finally pops his clubs. Because yeah. you know that he wants all of this. Mad for it, yeah, I want everyone I'm to queue actually, up around I'm, Manchester. I'm actually really starting to kind of fall back in love with Liam a bit lately. <laughs> He's such a bellend. No, he used to be a bellend. Oh, he still is. I can't remember what he was, he was talking about the other day. Um, oh, oh he's, no, yeah, but that's just his public persona. I mean, that's... When you're famous, that's the only persona that really matters. Mm, yeah, but I've, se- I've seen enough... I mean, you're nowhere near as, as endearing... Oh, no. ...in real life as you are on this podcast. Oh, no, I really try to be like... Exactly. Yeah. This, this, this guy, is, this exhausts his social battery for yeah. the week. In real life, I'm just a giant fucking cunt. Absolute bullbag. He absolute, really is. Absolute bam. 
Absolute bam. The only person who ever wants to talk to him is my missus. Yeah. And that's because she's so, so sex-deprived that she'll fucking... She'll gush over anything. It's worse than Roxanne. Uh, that's why you come and hang around when we're both drunk together. Mm-hmm. I see. I can smell the juices. <laughs> you can smell her. You can see that look in my eye that says any minute now he's going to start face-fucking us. See, you don't think I'm, you don't think I'm drunk. I'm not. I'm standing there ready. In that bag of cheese savouries at my party was the GoPro. I was ready to whip it out. I'm going to go on fucking exgirlfriend.com, make some money. going to sell that shit to Pornhub. I was going to go and sell DVDs of it to people in the queue. <laughs> oh, I almost choked the motherfucker. <laughs> You're welcome. I love how last I week... I'm not like your missus, but I'm face-fucking her. I mean, like, I actually almost choked her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she chokes on everything. She's yeah. nearly as bad as you. Um, <laughs> I like that little ripple from the gag reflex. Nearly it's amazing. sets me off every the way, time. The way it clenches... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, Roxanne's creaming herself somewhere right now. Gosh, it's just like a water feature in like, BM. I, I don't know which one I'm more attracted to. Is it one of them two or is it Amy? <laughs> <laughs> I got a strap on she can gag on. <laughs> Maybe she can gag on the pimp while I watch. <laughs> oh no, because it's definitely all about me. <laughs> it's all, yeah, she don't want anyone else interested. Anyone else involved? I love how last week we were like, yeah, big thing happened. But to avoid being divisive, we're not going to discuss it. This week, we've just gone no, in hard. No, I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> we haven't even gone into the intro. Let's be fair. La- last week, no, in, in our defence, guys, last week... It was still a raw wound. It was still... Well, I mean, we weren't sick of it yet. No, this week, no, last week, I was surrounded by people that at work that looked genuinely upset <laughs> about it. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh at their grief. Please don't laugh. But I did. Me. Some of the people that I respect <laughs> a lot... <laughs> And I didn't. I I know one day because I intend to tell everyone in about sixty days' time <laughs> that I do this podcast. You got your business cards, yeah? That they will, yeah. That they will one day hear this. And I, so you know, I don't want to. It's fine. It's not divisive. you laughing at their grief. It's me. No, and no, I no. don't care. I said that to say this week we're mostly at work. People are mostly having humorous conversations about the queue <laughs> and about. Idiots that are trying to like get to the body and getting beaten down by security guards God, and all cue-related stuff, right? So now I feel a week has passed, and I can we we can you know make fun of it. We can make fun of it we without can... actually being really. There was there was one thing horrible. actually that I did I did kind of appreciate. Oh. Amy and I were discussing this yesterday, but no, I haven't watched any Mornhub. No, okay, no Mornhub for you. <laughs> Where did you steal that from? Because that's genius. Uh, someone mentioned it on um, Twitter earlier. Someone said about it. They were talking about the QE2. Did you see how I just suddenly assumed you stole it from Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, I've had nothing to do with it. I've just completely checked out of it. And Me I, too. I, we were taking a piss. We went up to the town centre yesterday, and we were taking a piss out of um, the various shops around there. <laughs> you and Amy wandering around, judging people. Judging people. Never. Never. <laughs> we will pass WH Smith. Right. Now, WH Smith, let's, let's... You better watch out. Roxanne hasn't got a fetish for being judged, because... <laughs> God. Maybe that's why she's friends with Will. Yeah. <laughs> for context go back and listen to some previous episodes you lazy fuckers yeah um bunch of pants bunch of <laughs> bunch of fucking casuals yeah um we walk past wh smiths and wh smiths in recent years has somewhat struggled oh to my the- god yes the post office is in there now exactly they've opened it up to the fucking post office they now sell 90 percent fucking uh shitty magazines the book section of it is tiny um they've got they still have and I only found out the other day where I was looking for a birthday card that said, Happy Birthday, Boss. Which, by the way, we need to start a company because you cannot find them anywhere. That's because most people hate their boss. Yeah. 
It's a very niche company, which is probably why we'll get into it. Most people don't have my boss. That's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've still got a graphic novel section. They have, yeah, yes. Incredibly overpriced, though. So. Massively yeah. overpriced and really small, especially compared to like a Waterstones. Yeah. Um, but we walked past there, and they've taken all of their stuff out of the windows. All of the, all of the, uh, like the, the promotional stuff and all the stock that they normally have in the window advertising what they sell. They've now just got massive banners, say black banners with a picture of the Queen's face in memoriam, blah blah blah. But they haven't cleaned the shelves. Now the shelves are white, and clearly they don't get cleaned very often because they are fucking filthy. It's disgusting. <laughs> and we were past yesterday, and I was just like, for fuck's sake! I was like, yeah. In memory of the Queen, yeah. we can't sell in, we can't sell stuff. Well, we can't advertise it. We sell stuff. Naomi was like, in memory of the Queen, we can't be bothered to, to like you know polish. But she was like, they could have at least fucking cleaned him. They disgusted him. And we looked at them, and they were just thick black dust across these white shelves. And it's like, guys, let's come on. be fair, right? If you worked there, you feel that you would be paid enough to do that job? Absolutely fucking not. No. no and the person that served me in Harlow, W. H. Smiths, within the last week. The two birthday cards it was fucking awesome, so I don't want to disparage that person. Did they actually still have? Last time I went in there, there was no one working on the checkouts. It was all self service. No, this yeah, no, 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 someone. I was kind of tempted to just put my fucking Terry's chocolate orange in my pocket and just walk out because there was no fucker around. Terry's, oh my god! I was, I didn't go in there to buy that. I can't, we went in there. I think we Cody had a voucher or something. Yeah. So we bought. He was buying a book, and when we got to the checkout, there was like Terry's chocolate orange is only a pound, and oh, I was yeah. like, ooh, dark chocolate oh, yeah. one. Mm. I ate that. Yeah. Not only from my days of working in retail where before the shop would open in the morning, you'd get the memo of like every single customer, you need to try and upsell this, try yeah. and get them to subscribe to this and try and offer them these discounted products. Would you like any whisper bars Which after like yesterday? The first five customers you basically just give up on and go, Are you interested in any of this? No. Don't no. think so. All right, that'll be nine nine nine. But um yeah, it's even worse as a consumer. Mm-hmm. because people look at you imploringly like would you like this Terry's chocolate orange for 50p because you've just spent five pound and I'm just like no no I really don't want one <laughs> hang know. on let me check the sell by date no I really don't I want really one. don't want one because this goes out of date approximately three seconds from now yeah <laughs> but it's the look in the in, look in the retail person's eyes of like please will someone just buy something I've asked 300 people today yeah. nobody wanted to buy it will you will you buy my chocolate orange sir I just feel like I'll tell you what it's 50p you buy it for yourself you buy it for yourself shift. you have that on your break mate <laughs> yeah I mean you I don't you tell your I boss you sold myself, one but... today yeah you <laughs> upsold one today <laughs> my favourite ones are the like um, I went to HMV yesterday yeah. uh, I've got a moan about that as well in a minute uh oh um, we were worried about like the content for this opening bit. We're yeah. already like I haven't even got to the two things I asked you to remind yeah. me about. I know. <laughs> um, I went to HMV and I like go to check out my stuff and I'm like, that's what I want to buy. He's like, oh, do you have an HMV loyalty card? I'm like, no. He's like, would you like to sign up now for ten percent off? And part of my brain goes, yes. Other part of my brain goes, no, because I'm going to spend the next ten fucking minutes sitting here giving this guy all my details. I mean, it was even worse back in the day when they used to give you a form to oh, fill yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, great. You'll receive your card in uh, seven to 14 working days. It's like, where's my time? Oh, no, no, no. You get to- now they can do it all like live. Yeah. But I have to sit there. I have to spell out my email address and give them my phone number, my inside leg measurement, you know, <laughs> my mother's maiden name and the last three digits of my card number. And I'm just like, penis length. I tend not to give the real measurement because uh, it was a guy and it, they tend to blush. 
Oh, I, <laughs> I tend to always tell Mark the truth, but everyone else I just lie to. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got to. Mark asks you how big your dick is. You just got to straight up. If, by the way, Mark doesn't Mark, work in HMV, by the way. Uh, doesn't work in HM. Oh. Works in HMV. I was going to say, though, but it happens to me a lot in HMV, and I always say micro penis to Mark, but everyone else gets nine <laughs> inches. <laughs> Nine inches with a circumference of six inches. That's just that's just a wedding cake, isn't it? <laughs> that's just a really bizarrely proportioned wedding cake. So, DJ Mark, if you're out there, please respect the fact I'm honest with you. Please respect that. Wait, how many times do you reply for a fucking loyalty card in HMB if you're doing this all every, the time? Every time I go in. It's got different names. Yeah. Listen, they've got a lot of like women in their 20s that work in that shop. They, they have. Gosh, when you tell them that you've got a nine-inch cock with a circumference of six inches. I think that's the only reason Mark works there, really. Yeah, still. <laughs> yeah. Old man, old man Mark. <laughs> It's okay, he doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. No. Um, but I went to I went to H&B, and this is a proper, like, middle-aged uh, man moan here, right? Right. I needed some new jeans. Right. Now, first of all, most of them were the sort that, you know, basically may as well be made of fucking just pure lycra. Oh, okay. The yeah. super ultra-skinny ones. The type I wear. No, no, no. These were the type that, like, the horrors used to wear. Yeah, yeah that's what I wear. Really? Yeah. Fucking, you're in your 40s, man. Outside of work. Have some dignity. Do you know how many girls in the past have said, you look good in skinny jeans? I mean, I get that a lot as well. Well, then. That's why I don't do it, because I'm nearly 40, and they, these are normally in their teens, and yeah, I'm like, I just feel creepy. I'm single. Oh, that's true, yeah. I With suppose. A complete lack of morals. With a complete lack of morals, yeah. Mm. Okay. But anyway, Plus. first of all, they were all, like, super small. <laughs> and then I couldn't find any. They were all, like, super skinny and super short. Okay, yeah. So I was like, for fuck's sake. So oh, yeah. I bought some, picked up some trousers in the end. Now, the trousers are the same size as these jeans, the jeans I was wearing at the time, all of my jeans. Yeah. I'm like, great. Okay, they're the same cut, they're the same size. On? I didn't try them on because oh. everywhere's closed their fucking changing rooms since the pandemic. No. Yeah, H&M, H&M their changing rooms are still closed. Oh, I wasn't H&M. Where was I? Where did I buy these from the other day? In River Island. I tried them on. Oh, River Island. La-dee-da. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's a problem. Middle Listen, I'm going to be unemployed well. in 60 days. So. You've got to make the most of it, I suppose, yeah. Um, so I bought them. I get home. Yesterday afternoon, I'm like, oh, I'll try those on. Yeah. Like, I was the ones I was wearing yesterday, the jeans that I wore yesterday to go and buy these, I need a belt on them to keep them up. Yeah. These ones I put on yesterday, they basically cut me in half. I'm like, I could do them up, but I couldn't breathe. Yeah. So I was like, what the actual fuck? There's like a four or five inch difference. Yeah. And I was just like, the fuck, guys? I need to buy, like, like three or four sizes bigger than I actually am yeah. just for those trousers. But then there's no guarantee that when I actually buy those trousers, that particular pair will be cut the same way as... And I was just like, how do people live? This is what I've learned in the past couple of months of, like, being like, oh, wow, I feel good about myself. I should probably start, you know, dressing in a way... I should way buy that, some new clothes. <laughs> dressing in a way that, you know, shows that I feel good about myself. <laughs> Rather than, you know, the day when days when I was scruffy because, you know, <laughs> I felt bad about myself. That every single fucking shop you go in has a different idea of what mm-hmm. a large is or what a 34 waist is. So you have to try them on. Yeah. Back in the day, everything was more or less universal, but everyone seems to have gone their own way with They're all just sizings like, now. It's like, yeah, roll the tape measure out. Is that, yeah, that's probably the right size. Fuck it, just cut it and stitch it. And yeah. it's like, I mean, these are from H&M. Yeah. 
and yet they're a completely different size. Not called the label, obviously, they're the same size, but I'm just like, I can't even try the fucking things I said. I know I've got to dick about at some point this week. I was going to do it tomorrow, but everywhere's shut tomorrow because yeah. somebody died. Oh, so I'm done. <laughs> QQ more. Um, so now I've got to dick about at some point, like next weekend, going back to the town centre, which I didn't want to do, yeah. to go back in there to change them and get a refund because they don't have any, like, this was the biggest size they had. And I'm like, just, this is why the high street is dying, guys, because I can go online. Go to their website, and they've got every fucking size under the sun. They'll send it to my house with, like, a, what they called it? With a returns label. Yeah, so you could, all you got to do is go and pop it in a fucking I can just go, go, oh, no, these are no good because their sizings are all fucked up. Bosh, stack the label on there, post it in the post box. Problem solved. I yeah. keep my mind about it. And it's like... I like to avoid all that drama by just, you know, trying them on in the shop before I buy them. Well, I was tempted to, but... But... They probably would have kicked me out if I dropped trowel in the middle of H&M. What I will say in defense of you, <laughs> is that... This is very unusual. Yeah, I know. I'm turned to leave. <laughs> Being nice to you these days. It's only because he... <laughs> you know you're losing your job. You're like, <laughs> that'd be nice. <laughs> we got to get back on such as a career. <laughs> Plus, I feel really guilty for all the orgasms I give your fiancé, so... <laughs> but what I will say in your, in your defense before I completely forget is that I usually, you know, do my clothes shopping on, like, a Tuesday when there's no one else around. Yeah. So I've got all the time in the world to go into an empty shop and try stuff <laughs> on and browse, and I haven't got to worry, whereas you went on a, a Saturday. On a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Which means that there's just too many people for you to be able to think rationally and calmly. Too many termites. <laughs> too many termites. <laughs> getting in your way. Like, I had to go to the town, into town, Harlow Town. Harlow Town. On a weekend a couple of weeks ago, and I cannot tell you how many fucking termites <laughs> got in my way and made my life. It was relatively hell. quiet yesterday, actually. Really? Bizarre. I wonder That's if a lot of people were at home crying into yeah. their um, commemorative tea towels. Talking about that. What? Quiet Town Centre or the commemorative tea towels? The divisive thing that we've. Oh, the divisive thing that we weren't going to talk about that we've spoken <laughs> about almost exclusively. Uh-huh. <laughs> my mum said to me this morning, like, oh, were well, you going to record tomorrow? And I was like, no, I'm recording today. Tomorrow's Monday. And she went, yeah, but, you know, today's your first day off. You don't do anything on your first day off, and tomorrow's <laughs> a bank holiday. And I was like, fuck, I've been so out of the loop on all I this. did wonder if you'd, if you'd realised that. I was going to uh, ask if we were doing it on Monday today. I was. Uh, you should have suggested it, because I would have quite happily done it tomorrow. But I was just like... I am so out of the loop on this that I, I forgot that tomorrow is a bank holiday. Do you know the most annoying thing? <laughs> it doesn't thing? affect me because I'm not at work either, so... Yeah. The most annoying thing is that uh, she's she's ruining International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Arr. That's tomorrow. I am. I will probably uh, stream tomorrow, actually, stream some CFDs. Way I figure it. At uh, what time of the day, though? Cause, I don't know. know. When does the funeral start? I don't know, but um, <laughs> are we going to be too upset morning to, to train tomorrow night? <laughs> Because I don't mind taking a week off. No, I'm not mourning at all. Okay. <laughs> when we was in that meeting, uh, we had a meeting on Friday at work. Is this before or after they, they posted a picture of you in your Team Tactic oh, t-shirt? <laughs> that was just before. I'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> Which, you know, come to think about it, like doesn't make me feel good about myself that your fiancé like, would bang me. Because she thinks you look fit as fuck in that picture. Yeah, I don't get it either. I just think I look fat. <laughs> you know, I love you to pieces, but when I saw her right now, I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. She still hasn't fucked me. I was... 
<laughs> Again, I love you. <laughs> we we had this meeting, um, and my boss at one point said, uh, "So, Tim, I'm going to watch the funeral on Monday." Completely out of my control, I just laughed. <laughs> he looks at me, "Oh, you aren't then." Everyone else thought it was hilarious, and I was like, "I mean, no, I might, I might watch it. You know, my Avon in the background." <laughs> I had a moment like that at work about four months ago. It was like, you know, probably about a month after a bunch of people coming to Autodesk because we weren't doing, <laughs> we weren't, you know, succeeding in, on our project. Some people, not, I personally was absolutely fucking smashing it. <laughs> but some people weren't, you know, able to step up and do their jobs. And um, it happens. Shortly after that, <laughs> I walked into a certain room in our building. <coughs> I know someone suggest that they should, you know, be paid more money. <laughs> and the whole room went dead quiet, except for me, stood right at the back of the room, pissing myself. <laughs> Suddenly, like, six sets of eyes, including one executive director <laughs> that I never met, <laughs> staring at me, and I had to excuse myself. <laughs> I mean, if these people will say such ridiculous things, what do they expect? <laughs> There's some reactions you just can't control, and that's one mm. of them. Someone says something ridiculous, I'm I mean, going to laugh. Any regular listener to this pod knows that sometimes I, I laugh uncontrollably when people say hilarious shit. <laughs> but they've also learned that you also get uncontrollable gas yeah. as well. So, you know, it's hard to tell. What is he laughing? Is he burping? I mean, can you tell I've only got 60 days left? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really going to regret it if I go back. And it Don't out. you be fucking messaging me tomorrow going... Right, can you edit out this section from here to here? No, I'm not I'm not back at work till Thursday, so this will be well out in the oh, world. Oh, this will already be out in the world by then, yeah, before, it's too late. Before I hear any, any anything different. I'm just going to mute you on WhatsApp yeah. until Wednesday. <laughs> it won't make no fucking difference. You only, you only reply to 46% of my messages anyway. I, I, that 46% is the relevant 46%. Yeah. The rest of it is just chaff. It's just the chaff that I separate from the wheat. That's the um, the same. That's the same process that I use when it comes to the touchy group. <laughs> it's also the same process you use for giving women orgasms. Only forty six percent of the time do they get one. The rest of it is just chaff. Yeah, I mean, only forty six percent of the time. You know, do I feel the need to say yes? You can orgasm. <laughs> The rest of the time, I like to watch them squirm. We hasten to add that was not directed at anyone listening to this podcast right now. So if you're still waiting, I, I mean, know. you're going to have a bad time because he's deleted the app now. But no, no, no. <laughs> There's every chance that girl's still listening. <laughs> Especially after I said the other week that, you know, I was actually quite into her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love, I love this game where you're just kind of like alluding to things. And, if you, you know, there's other people out there going, wait a minute. Is he talking about me? Oh, my God. It's fast becoming my favourite part of this <laughs> podcast. I'm not, I can't lie. I, oh, God. Jesus, you saying that. There was um, there was a girl. Uh-oh. This is going back quite a way. What did I do wrong this time? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. What you said, just well, what I was saying about yeah. what you said. There, there was a girl I, I, I knew. This was back when we were in a band. Um, Codename? Uh, a teapot. <laughs> I don't know if you you must have spoken to her because she came to a few of our gigs um, especially the ones down at the horn Te- uh, anyway teapot's not no any anyway there was this there was this girl and I mean she you was, do edit the podcast you could tell I me. mean I could I can't remember her real name though, oh, okay. so. <laughs> I remember she had lots of t-shirts that had 
references to tea because she was a big fan of tea like me. Okay. She um, wasn't the girl that kept sticking her hand in, in the hole in my jeans. I don't think so. No? Okay. No. Move on. This is before this was before, oh, the, before the sheep. That. The child's toy. Oh, 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 oh God, this is this going is this right is back, this yeah. is going right back. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think that, you know where I'm going you know yeah, where I'm coming yeah. from with that. Um plus her dad was well. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're not in any way saying that the dad fucked the door, but <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say sorry to her brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense like to him. you with this. <laughs> Jesus, I still really, really like you. <laughs> no, she was just. So funny, I could not say it. Oh, Jesus. I'm fairly certain her stepbrother tried, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's a completely yeah. different story. He <laughs> was on that way before Pornhub come along. <laughs> so, <laughs> and made it the cool thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Stepbrother, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> my head and my arms seem to be stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> and Daisy Cow never used the washing yeah. machine. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> This was not a story that was meant to be laying into one of my ex-girlfriends. Oh, yeah, but you didn't. I did. <laughs> I mean... She never liked me anyway, oh, so no, who gives no. a fuck? But anyway, this was before her. Mm. <clears throat> In fact, it was getting together with her, which caused this awkward-as-fuck misunderstanding at the time that I didn't realise until a few days afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, this was back... We were chatting via IM online, just before WhatsApp, obviously. Way back when. Oh, oh. MSN Messenger. Uh, it probably was, yes. Yeah. Oh, back in, back in the good old yeah. days. Um, so we're chatting away on that, and basically I was talking to her about uh, this girl that I liked. Yeah, I, I, I lost many an evening talking to a guitar player's hot bass playing girlfriend on, on, <laughs> yeah, we all on MSN Messenger. Yeah. Like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> oh, oh, Mary. Oh. <laughs> Um, so we're chatting and I'm talking about this girl that I like. Oh, um, yes. Right. And uh, uh, I'd been talking to several girls at the time because... Because you're a man whore. I, I very much wanted to be a man whore. <laughs> yeah, but you I, <laughs> I seldom closed the deal. Yeah. I think I spread myself too thinly and I was more I was more focused on getting drunk with you lot. Yeah, to than... be fair, I shouldn't laugh. You were doing way better than me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm talking to this girl about... As previously mentioned, I was talking to a guitar player's very hot bass-playing girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, somebody else's girlfriend. Yeah. So we're talking, and I'm talking about this girl. Someone and... named after a weird meat product that comes in a can. <laughs> That's one. That's the one I should have moved on. That, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can't believe you didn't. I think you're fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm a fucking um, idiot. She was open and gagging for it. And, and I didn't realise. I couldn't At that point in time, I just could not read the signs. No, you could not. No. Everyone else could. Yeah. Oh, no one else took me aside. In and fact, said, my girlfriend at the time used to frequently berate me about how dumb you were. That's why she didn't like you. Yeah. Well, you didn't, you know, pass those messages on at any point and say to me, if you go for this. Listen, <laughs> mate, I was too busy dealing with my own toxic as fuck relationship. I didn't have time to help you get into one. <laughs> you were too busy trying to defend her from her dad and her stepfather. <laughs> Family <laughs> You're not stuck in the fucking washing machine again. You're asking for trouble. I'm just asking for it. Oh, amazing how you can unstick yourself when I walk in, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I've broken him again, guys. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Right, continue with your story. Uh, yeah, so I was talking to this girl, <laughs> yeah. and I was alluding to this other girl that um, I was basically going to to. Yeah. What's what, what's the what's the phraseology these days? Because you don't ask a girl out anymore, do you? Um, what as in like will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Um, is that still a up? thing? Hook no, up? because her copy. Hook up means sex. yeah. Um, you didn't wife her. Didn't wife her. Well, I didn't get married. I've you, wi- you didn't wife her up. No, no, but you don't, you don't need to get married now. Just oh, wife okay. is just like. Well, I was talking about how partner. I wanted to wife this girl. Yeah, yeah and I was one. talking about like how you know we had so much in common. We liked the same bands. We hung out the same places. We had the same social circle and she stuff. She loves it when I when I paint my nails black and put lipstick on. She absolutely does. She takes pictures that her younger brother then steals. Yeah, she turns out she really, really gets turned on when I put her panties on. Yeah, she just goes downstairs and fucks her dad. Leaves <laughs> <laughs> me upstairs tied to the bed in her underwear. Um, <laughs> Comes back and, like, empties herself on me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and says, swallow, bitch, swallow. <laughs> I think you're projecting now, mate. Is there something you you need to get off your chest? Like perhaps your step uh, stepfather's semen. <laughs> On Thursday, when you were at work, Amy sat on my face and ejected you into me. I'm sorry. No, she didn't. No. Not unless she shit on you, mate. <laughs> it did smell like about four months old, though. Oh yeah, yeah. She like she's like a guinea pig. She likes to store that up there. Yeah. It wasn't half as foul as the stuff she stored in her cheek. <laughs> Like a snake, like a spitting cobra. <laughs> Sorry, that was someone else's ex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know. Um, it's a good job we've changed social circles a lot over the years. You isn't can it? tell that I got some bad news a couple of days you ago. Can, you're fucking have, unhinged. I'm on fire. Too. You're a liability. <laughs> so anyway, well, I'm happy. I just sit here and we just have nice conversations. <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> I clearly got some shit. Today, you're just I... going to town yeah. on everyone. Today, I need to laugh. <laughs> so I'm talking to this girl and I'm alluding to this person and I'm going to saying how I'm going to wife her because we've got all these things in common. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't notice Sorry. until I reviewed the chat log a few days later that she's getting more and more excited. Yeah, and then I her. was like and she's like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's so and so. And just silence. Tumbleweed. And then she I get like <laughs> she was saying before, she was like, Oh god. She's like, Oh, I didn't realise. Yeah, you know, I, I, I was t- I was too nervous. I didn't didn't think this through. I didn't, and then I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's so and so. Nothing for like five minutes, and then just oh, and then she just goes offline. I'm like, oh, that was really odd. And then she wasn't online for like fucking days, and it wasn't. And then all of a sudden, I wake up one morning, and my brain's like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pieced two and two together and came up with the sensible four that <laughs> she thought I was talking about her. By the way, you could have banged her and then got with a girl you really liked. Fuck! <laughs> I keep having realizations like that. I may have been so well, naive coming. that I didn't realize that you know the tin meat product was <laughs> hitting on me. She was trying to wife you daily, but I wasn't so naive. I made that mistake. I was focused on one person because I was all like doe eyed. Oh mind. I was really, really into the tin meat product, too, <laughs> and I would have been all over that had I realized. They were such good friends. We could have, we could have had the full way. Double dated, yeah. Double, uh, d- yeah, double date. That's what I was talking about. I could have dished out halfway to go and join the army. Um, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, 
We need to change the subject before we get ourselves into trouble. Yeah, before someone's Leicester-based boyfriend comes after me. Um, <laughs> They're married now. Are they married? I don't know. I'm not... They have a child as well. I don't know. She uh, <coughs> she followed you on social media. And yeah, I was talking to her the other month. Yeah. yeah, it's understandable. Shocking. Bitch threw herself at you for months. Literally months. Mind you, you have a track record of that. Because I've seen several girls do it over the years. And you're just a. Uh, uh, I'm just uh, not very good at reading the signals. Uh, Tell me this, right? I'm, I'm all right. All right, answer me this question. Riddle me this. I've worked at my place for 15 months, right? I have How been, long? Yeah. Fucking hell. It was a year ago. God, they'd only been about six months. No, it was a year ago last June. Yeah, I time flies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been doing this podcast. Though. I mean, we've been doing this podcast for a fucking age <laughs> yeah. now. Um, but it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> what the podcast? <laughs> yeah, no. it, it just doesn't feel like we've been doing it for like two and a half years. <laughs> it's not until I sit there, sit down and look at like the numbers and actually yeah. count them it's up the, in my head. I'm like 123 episodes divided by 52, so we got 52, 104, <laughs> and then 150. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, nearly <laughs> three years. Nearly three years, um, and I'm still no good at it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you've been fucking people for years, and you're no good at it. So, that's all I hear from Amy. Well, it's not my fault she won't sit on my nose. If she just <laughs> do the one thing I asked her today. No, it's the long hair and big ears. Big noses is not her thing. Oh, you got the right colour eyes, yeah. but... <laughs> but I've got short hair and a big nose. Yeah. Fuck. And a micro penis. <laughs> and a micro... you got your micro charge. Answer me. Riddle me this. <laughs> yes. Batman. The other... So, I've been there 15 months now, right? I have become synonymous with book reading. Like, every time anyone sees me, they see me walking around carrying a book. I'm going to. They see me from, rolling. Yeah. I'm reading. They see me floating. No, I have someone else. Um, I become synonymous with like book reading. Right, everyone's like always knows that yeah, I'm yeah. constantly reading books on my breaks to avoid people and human <laughs> contact. Um, and then the other day, this girl that has been there the entire time I've been there, never once, <laughs> even well, two weeks ago, sorry, she's caught my eye and started smiling at me. And every time I passed her, I'd get this, like, smile, right? This not-friendly smile. Aggressive other... smile? No, not uh, aggressive either. Just like... baring her teeth at you like, like Lando does. Because that's I... not smiling. What? <laughs> Bearing in mind, I have no, like, we've already outlined my complete lack of ability <laughs> of knowing when girls are hitting on me, right? Yes, yes. I would call it a seductive smile. Oh, my. And then the other day, Probably randomly. She's got trapped wind. Out of nowhere, <laughs> she comes up to me. In the kitchen when I make my coffee and ask me if I'm enjoying my book, and then goes on to talk to me about books for the entire fifteen minutes of my break. Was she just reading the contents of the Wikipedia article on books? She's like Google books, right? Nice. I just talked to him about this. No, 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 no. She has the Kindle app on her phone. She, oh, she told me she likes to read. She suggested some books I should go and read. Was she? Making the first overtures towards hitting on me. Or, that, I believe, is what they call flirting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Or yes. was she just being nice and trying to start a conversation with someone that doesn't seem to talk to anybody? Ooh. It's Ooh. hard, right? No, that is hard. It depends on... My so first you can't just say was, that because it depends my, on, like, reading facial reactions and physical, yeah. like, behaviour. My first thought was, wow, I'm getting hit on. And then my second thought was, idiot, she's just being nice. Just assume she's being nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to be a fucking incel. Oh, I'm not going to go. I'm not, I won't get involved with anybody I work with. Mate, you're losing your job in 60 days. You won't be working with me yeah, in two months. In 59 days, my number's going out. 
He's going to be writing on the back of touching cards, like Dow at a convention party. I'll be, I'll be like, look, here's the touching card, and here's my number. Here's my number. <laughs> Text me if you ever get... Here's my bumble ID. <laughs> Text me if the, if the, if Tudgy gives you the same reaction as Roxanne. <laughs> Text me. If not... <laughs> here's my address. <laughs> if Tachi yeah. gives you the same reaction as Roxanne, just t- just come around. Yeah. <laughs> here's the exact way to get from my front door to my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> here's a dick pic <laughs> to get you all frothed up on your way over. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I'm a respectable person. But yeah. At work. That mm. needs to be quantified. Because ordinarily you are not a respectable person. <laughs> no, and the truth is. I'm pretty sure she was hitting on me because I've in the last ten years I've I've learned when women are hitting on me. <laughs> Otherwise, I get myself in trouble. Yes, yeah. <laughs> big, big trouble, big trouble. <laughs> but yeah, I figured it out. At oh, last, Jesus, yeah. she's not the only one either. <laughs> These sixty days can't go. Managed to get laid. Anyway, anyway, just go and put your dick in a can of so, uh, meat product. What was that divisive thing that we refused to talk about? I don't know. Same thing with stamps. It definitely wasn't. Conspiracy theorists believe William and Harry have an IVF sister who is the real heir to the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, is it? No, it's definitely not that. <laughs> but let's talk about that. Sorry, I've just stolen fucking Good Mythical Mornings. <laughs> That's their tagline. Is it? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Shout out Good Mythical Mornings. We hope you're doing well. I mean, they are. They're like millionaires now. <laughs> Fuck you. For making YouTube videos. Fuck you, good mythical morning. Rhett, Link, no. Come back. <laughs> I like you. I watch your videos. I'm going to fuck you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Link could probably enjoy well, that. I think that coffee was a bit strong. Uh, what was it in that coffee? Free spoonful. Like an MDMA or something. <laughs> a wild conspiracy that circulated around the USA claimed that Prince William and Prince Harry actually had an older sister who, if ever found, would be Charles' rightful heir to the throne. (laughs) A bonkers conspiracy theory claims that Prince William should not be the heir to the throne because he actually has an older sister. The Nuts... Oh, sorry. The Nuts yarn reckons that when Princess Diana was just 19, the late Her Majesty the Queen, rest in peace, um, got her to have gynecological tests um, to ensure that she would bring her eldest son an heir. And then goes on to claim that during the test, Diana's eggs were harvested and fertilised with Charles' sperm. <laughs> the bizarre story goes that the engagement between the two wasn't announced until the test had been carried out. According to the grim and nonsensical tale, a rogue doctor held back one of these fertilised eggs and implanted it into his unsuspecting wife. <laughs> His missus then become an unwitting surrogate to the royal baby, <coughs> the biological firstborn of Charles and Diana, who would, under the succession to the Crown Act 2013, be the rightful heir to the throne. The alleged baby was born on October 1981, around 10 weeks after Charles and Diana married uh, on July 29th that year. William was born around eight weeks later on June 21st, 1982. Should a future king and a future queen be having sex outside of wedlock? I mean, I don't think that's proper. No, me neither. No, I think they should keep it in their fucking pants. The girl, who would now be around 38, is said to be called Sarah. She allegedly claimed to be described as a dead ringer of Diana and following the deaths of her parents in a car crash, discovered she had been the product of 
in vitro fertilization. She claims that when she tried to trace the origin of the donated embryo, she was left scary messages telling her to stop if she valued her own life. Terrified by what had happened, the legend goes that she emigrated to America out of fear. <laughs> Where do we stand on this one? Oh, that's bollocks. What? <laughs> In 123 episodes, you haven't learned to build up to bollocks. Oh, sorry. That's, that's an interesting point that they make there. Um, you know, first of all, discussing that William shouldn't be king because he's not uh, actually the, the legitimate heir to the throne rather than the fact that he's just a ball bag. Yeah. Um, bald ball bag. A bald, balding ball bag. He supports um, Aston Villa. I mean, does he? If there's, a, if there's any reason why you shouldn't be king, it's because you support Aston I mean, Villa. Well, his missus should probably be queen because she's <laughs> fit as fuck. If we have but... any promise listening. <laughs> Gonna, Are you offending more people? They're going to hate me as much Stop as... Stop winding up the Northerners. They're going to hate me. There's fuck all else to do up there, especially this winter when none of them can afford anything. Midlanders, even they're not dumb enough to think they're Northerners. Northerners. Midlanders? Yeah. They're neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but aren't they all inbred? <laughs> no, they're not from Sussex. <laughs> not from the West Country either. No. Um, the is, there any, is there any part of the UK we haven't offended yet? We've done Wales. Devon. Devon, that's the, the West Country. The they're, all, they're all massively inbred. Oh. And they use cider as lubricant. In that case, no. No? No. Good. Good, right. We've covered everyone. Yeah. You're all cunts. Um, but yeah, no, that, that theory is absolute bollocks. I, aside from, you know, the unwitting wife that got... The guy, How the yeah, fuck do you like, unwittingly impregnate your wife with somebody else's egg? I'm... I'm, I'm building this fear as I go along. Oh, God. You make her a Horlicks before bed. All right? Okay. With some kind of... <laughs> you basically drug her. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she's out for the count, you, you know, sterilise her. And then in the morning, you say to her, wow, you were you were, like, heavy sleeping last night. Are you all right? And she'd be like, yeah, it was weird. I had a dream about, you know, oh, my God, where's the, what's this scar from? And then you convince them that they got abducted by aliens. <laughs> You convince them they got abducted by aliens. Oh, to be fair, right? <laughs> if you woke up in the morning and you had a little scar and Amy said, yeah, I cut you open to see if I could, you know, give you IVF while you were asleep. Or I would absolutely not put that past my fiance at this point. <laughs> She's that desperate for a second child. <laughs> she stopped, she stopped She's like, you won't put one in me. I'll try to put one in you. Yeah, she stopped letting me give her facials. She insists I do it inside now. <laughs> We knew it. I knew you were firing blanks. <laughs> Useless. Yeah, you I've been cultivating mind. this friendship for fucking decades yeah. for nothing. You know, I just wanted Should one... have stuck with Dow. At least I know his works. <laughs> He's popped out too. What have you managed? Yeah, I, I spent some time with a girl that's probably thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, that bastard ruined my badge. We him could have stayed nice and tidy. <laughs> <laughs> Entrance only. Um. <laughs> what would you do though if suddenly some um, some expatriate living in America come out and said, "I am the future queen, and I've got the DNA test to prove it"? Absolutely nothing. I give zero fucks. You wouldn't be even the slightest bit amazed that this conspiracy was real. Mate, this is the, literally like a fucking rich family of lizard people. 
I, but I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that they all lay fucking eggs. Horny bloke battered by locals after stripping for a romp with holy statue. Did you see what I did there? You just completely ignored my lizard people reference and went straight into getting beaten up because he got what? Wait, what? Yeah, you can thank me later. Horny, <laughs> horny bloke. <laughs> it says bloke in there. <laughs> horny bloke battered by locals after stripping for romp with holy statue. Oh, a statue. Whoa. Warning. Explicit content. Woohoo! Uh, police took a long time to get their hands on Randy Preacher Chumpler after he took drugs, stripped naked, beat up his parents, fled, and and went on a sex romp with a monument. Sounds like a good Saturday night, mate. That's how I'm spending tonight. That's how I'm going to... Tomorrow, in memory of the Queen, that's how I'm going to spend today. I think it's what she would have wanted. If the NFL wasn't back and on tonight (laughs) and my my team wasn't playing on TV, that is exactly what I'd be doing. (laughs) Thing is, if we did that, if we took drugs, beat up our parents, and went on a romp, we wouldn't move a statue. We just did a fucking each other, yeah. which wouldn't make headlines because. Which is why I keep bringing all the drugs. That's to your why parties. you keep bringing drugs to my parties. I know. That's why you keep offering to make me tea. <laughs> the sex mad pervert, Wallachs. <laughs> the sex mad pervert attempted to impregnate his best friend. Oh, is it bedtime? With, with Diana's egg. <laughs> Reggie, Reggie, where'd the scar come from? <laughs> <laughs> aliens aliens really aliens I absolutely do not have a wound fucking fetish <laughs> <laughs> how many times have you watched Crash yeah. <laughs> watched it read the book <laughs> read the book started the graphic novel yeah. <laughs> hand drawn pictures of you fucking wound created, it's a graphic novel mum created my own homage porn for porn up. <laughs> This is why he's banned from Bumble, ladies and gentlemen. Sex mad pervert. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. This is the problem. Yeah, they won't let me on, on Bumble. Anyway. <laughs> when you put in your profile, we're only interested in non-septic wounds, they're just kind of like, oh no, goodbye. Hashtag professional wound fucker. <laughs> Hashtag. Swipe left. Wound bottom for the win. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's how you really got that wound on your nose yes uh, last week wasn't it you were trying yeah. to finger your own nose wound <laughs> no she sat on my face and it <laughs> vagina dentata <laughs> <laughs> sorry i apologize to anyone listening if this is their first episode yeah, we, are, uh, we are on one today. I thought the episode with, with Roxanne on was going to be the worst one for a while. But... This is just us just wetting ourselves and talking in riddles. <laughs> That's got to be fascinating to someone. You know, right? you know Warren's just sat there. He's got a white, he's got a pinboard and red, bits of red string and this newspaper clippings <laughs> trying to figure out what we're talking about. In the centre of it's just a picture of Roxanne gushing. <laughs> Thing, he'll probably fucking figure it all out. He doesn't know any of these people we're no. referring to, but he'll figure it out. <laughs> I know why you like Casey so much. <laughs> Figured it out. Figured it out. Huh. Rooney told me at his party. <laughs> yeah, Rooney got Rooney drunk on too much rum yeah. and he just spilled the beans. That reminds me, fucking Ash made me drink grog. <laughs> I'm blaming my entire hangover for the grog. I mean, that grog is practically medicinal. Oh, it was awful. It's... <laughs> It just tasted like off level. But foods. you wouldn't have got, you know, if you'd been about to get scurvy. That oh, yeah, I would you. never have got scurvy. Yeah, you're welcome. I could have had the filthiest fucker sit on my face that night and I would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> A sex mad pervert. <laughs> you just like repeating that line, don't you? I should have had an orgasm this morning. I apologise, <laughs> listeners. It's 
been a couple of days. A sex mad pervert was almost beaten to death by locals before he was arrested for trying to have sex with one of the holiest monuments in Thailand. I knew this wasn't in the UK. Well, you knew by the fact his name was Preacher Chumpler. No, because I've met some, I spoke to some people this week with some very odd names and I just assumed, you know, but I gathered this wasn't. No. This this doesn't happen. Locals don't beat people up if they're trying to fuck statues in London, no. or or even up north. I mean, but I wouldn't put it past some people from Harlow. We do have a lot of like you know gibbered statues in this. I mean, we wouldn't be town. beating them up for for fucking the statue. We'd be beating them up to rob them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Steal their drugs that they haven't already taken. Possibly give them a quick hand job. Preacher Trumpler was called by police. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> He's doing this to himself. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry the caffeine from the coffee will wear off yeah. in about 10 or 15 minutes and it'll just be slumped in the I'll, chair I'll, I'll be sleepwalking all the way through the film <laughs> Breedchild Trumpler 30 was called by police for stripping down and performing lewd sex acts on the Yamo monument in Non Sabum the monument honours Tao Soriani who died in 1852. Officers from the Sang Sang police station were called by the man's parents around 3.20pm on Friday, August the 26th. Wow. Like mid-afternoon and he's already on one. Nice. Liquid lunch. (laughs) The... uh, They... So it says the told police, but I think it's meant to say they told police (laughs) that their son was high on drugs, according to local news reports. He he ended up beating the couple up and then fled the house. (laughs) It was then found by officers on the family's roof, naked, but refused to come down. <laughs> Once again, he fled and made his way to the Yarmine Monument, where he was filmed having sex with it and then pleasuring himself all over it. Tal Suran Ari was given the royal title of Lady Mo and was the wife of the then Deputy Governor Nakon Rachiasma. Rachiasima. From now on, you have to get all of your articles from Thailand because watching you struggle through these is amazing. (laughs) She saved countless lives when the king of Bientian invaded Siam in 1826. Smashed the shit out of that one. (laughs) And is thought to be one of Thailand's most loved heroes. But for some reason, the horny bloke decided to try and desecrate the statue. Um, (laughs) He was trying to show her a good time on a Friday afternoon. (laughs) For more than two hours, he carried on being intimate with the statue, <laughs> despite annoyed locals telling him to get down, some of whom were beating him with sticks. Wow, uh, this guy was really dedicated. Shit. To be fair, having sex with an inanimate object while strangers beat you with sticks is basically just Will's... That's that's just Yuri's Instagram. Sexual fetish, right? <laughs> Uh, officers eventually caught up with him, although it did take them two hours to do so. But to no avail, as locals nearly beat him to death. It was taken to the police station where he tested positive for amphetamine. Video footage of the mad situation went viral <laughs> in the country, and the bloke was taken back to the statue by his parents to ask for forgiveness. From a statue. It is unknown whether or not the monument forgave him. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Some of the elements of this story aren't stacking up. So he was almost beaten to death. Yeah. By people with sticks. It took them two hours to do that. No, it but took two hours for police to turn up. It took two hours for police to turn up. But where they also said that he spent two hours, you know, engaging in lewd acts yeah. and finished all over the statue. Yeah. So was he literally beating it out over the statue whilst they were hitting him with sticks and then he succumbed afterwards? Oh, the way it works in my head is he got to the monument, 
Somehow he fucked it. Then finished himself up over it. Yeah. Then was like, I'm just going to stand here until I'm ready for round two. While these oh, people I suppose, yeah, he could have waited to recharge. Beat me with sticks. He was high on amphetamine, so, you know, time is... Relative. Yeah. And then, you know, he was about to go for round two when the police turned up. When the up. police turned up. I suppose, yeah, that would At which point he was nearly beat to death. Yeah. Because he's just standing there and just, like, jerking it, trying to get it hard again while these guys are beating him with Or sticks. maybe... The beating was what really turned him on. Maybe that's him what did it. That's what finished it. Yeah, over over one of the country's biggest heroes, <laughs> poor Lady Mo. It's like someone just like <laughs> someone in fucking Hounslow getting high, beating up their parents, hopping on the tube down to fucking Trafalgar Square, Trafalgar Square <laughs> climbing up the monument, fucking old Wassy's chops, <laughs> giving Lord Nelson a facial. Yeah, all over, and then the pigeons just like taking out their eye and beating Fuck. them unconscious. Fuck! I was in London. They got a Boudicca statue. <laughs> I was only there on Tuesday. You well could have gone in there, got balls deep in Boudicca. Christ, I've wasted all that time in the Museum of London when I could have been fucking Boudicca. You could have cream pied the Celt. Oh, I could have put my hand on each of her daughter's heads and I like, fucked it's her. Boom! It's like holding pigtails, but they, you know, they can clean up for you afterwards. Fuck's sake, I'm going to have to go back. You have to go back and fuck a statue, mate. Will there be lots of people in London tomorrow? I heard there's something going on. I don't, I don't think it'll be any busier than no. normal. Yeah, you should be all right. It's I'll back go. hold, though. We're pretty quiet. I'll call the guy and I'll get some amphetamines on the way home. Tomorrow I'll go in. <laughs> Boudicca's getting facial. Boudicca's getting buggered. <laughs> no, I'll pull that article because basically I just want to ask you. Have you ever fucked a statue? <laughs> What's the craziest sexual thing you've done whilst being under the influence? Mine was anal. <laughs> and recent. What, on yourself? No. Because you've just been moaning about how long it's been since you got laid. Oh, it, it, it was within the last three years. Oh, okay. Is that what counts as recent <laughs> these days? Yeah. Well, I'm just being respectful. <sighs> Mate, I've done so. I'm a raging pervert, as we have established quite early on in the life of this uh, podcast. Hence, I saw that article. My eyes lit up. I was like, it's funny content. I don't and know. I can then, you know. There ain't many things I haven't done whilst under <laughs> the influence. All right, let's go through a list. Fruits. Fruits. Oh no, I don't, I don't. I don't mess about with food. Like a watermelon, so no fruits or vegetables. I've never fucked. I've never fucked a food. Animal. I've fucked an animal. That's illegal. Um, even I have. Even I draw the line somewhere, man. Somebody else's girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> You're a gun. Can I just say that you are a great you gun. edit the podcast. Yeah, I am. But yes. I'm, still, I'm leaving in the fact I'm calling you a gun because that needs to be said. There's a, there's a lot left for you to fuck under the influence. I mean, I'm not fucking an animal. Okay, I just want to establish a baseline here. Not fucking an animal. In your opinion, what is the most fuckable animal? <laughs> it's got to be one of them Pokemon. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the fucking Squirtle or the Pikachu. What's that one that evolves? It's like the plant type, and it's like de- definitely designed to sell Pokemon hentai. That no, is the I, only reason it I exists. Know. We'll all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's probably got a life-size... He's got one of them body pillows. I mean, personally, I love it when they squirrel, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> so it turns out you've not fucked anything of interest whilst under the influence. No, only people. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Disappointing. I did know a guy who had an inflatable sheep and he fucked that once. Do I know this person? It was... It was bought as a joke, and yeah, he tried fucking it. I didn't think any one person could go down further in my estimations, but there we I mean, th- there we are. Yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. Yeah. It's not a hamster, it's a fucking sheep. 
snake's just taking the turn for the worst now. Oh, mate, it, I, to be honest, anyone, <laughs> all my energy, energy and motivation for this project. Anyone that was that was friends with us like ten years ago has basically been thrown under the bus today. We've. We've burned those bridges quite comprehensively. But at the same time, I threw myself under the bus for having no, absolutely no idea who was hitting on me in my twenties <laughs> yeah, no, or late teens. I think that, I think there were a lot of people that fell all into chance- our category as youngsters. All, that- the, all, the, all the chances of happiness are <laughs> passed by because you know I'm I wasn't idiot. even worried about chances of fucking happiness. I just wanted to get my dick wet. Yeah, I was just trying not to, you know, besmirch canned meat. Oh, the can to me. Oh, no, I mate, I reckon, you say this now, I reckon if you'd hooked up with her, you two would still be fucking, you'd still be, well, I mean, you might still be fucking. I can tell you now, right? <laughs> if I'd realised, probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, do you have any more nonsense she, for us? Uh, she was a keeper and I didn't realise it. Yeah, because <laughs> never goes off. <laughs> Fuck, no, wait. <laughs> Quick, man and ragdoll fiancé planning their dream wedding after starting family. What? 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 <laughs> a man has created an entire ragdoll family consisting oh, of two kids fuck. and a woman named Natalia, who he claims he intends to marry because he was tired of being lonely. Look, Reg, honestly, I mean, you that, that's horrific. Holy hell. Mate, if you're lonely, there are places you can go. You don't have to make a We've already doll. established that I'm not allowed on Bumble anymore. <laughs> go on, fucking grinder. Anything's going to be better than fucking, fucking a ragdoll with a face like that. <laughs> a strange man. Jesus H. Christ, haven't you got a friend's sibling or something you could fuck? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's burnt that bridge. <laughs> you burnt those, we are we are all about the bridges. Today's episode is brought to you by the light of the bridges we have burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag burnyourownbridge.com <laughs> Enter Tajik for ten percent off. <laughs> A strange man has decided to create his own family out of ragdolls after years of being single, and is now planning to go the whole hog and marry his bag of straw. <laughs> Yikes, this fucking reporter is not holding back. It's a low blow. (laughs) The unusual lover who documents his own life on TikTok under the name at M-O-N-T-B-K-5959. Oh, this rolls off the tongue. Yeah. says get that on a fucking (laughs) T-shirt. He has fallen head over heels with his rag fiancé, Natalia. As ragdolls go, Natalia isn't badly made. Again, I'll show you the picture. That's, That's horrendous. Jesus, it looks like Mia Khalifa fell off a cliff. I I mean, the guy clearly has talent, but it is said to be... Oh, sorry, it, but it has to be said, she has a very wooden demeanour. <laughs> Such is the strength of their burgeoning union. The couple recently celebrated their one-year anniversary together. But a happy couple. I'm not sure who looks worse. Yeah. Yikes, maybe maybe, maybe we shouldn't be so harsh on what he's managed there. That's right. For one whole year, this man has been carrying around a bag of straw in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> they, do every, they do everything together. Was this written by his ex? I think it was written by him. <laughs> About the only journalist in the world that could be this scathing instead of any kind of like journalist credit would be him writing it by himself. Right? It's got to be. It's his ex. It's yeah. his ex or his fucking disappointed parents. They do everything together and he's even introduced her to his family. 
There we go. But it gets, it gets stranger still because he's also made two ragdoll children to join himself and Natalia in their ragdoll house. Yeah, he's going to go full Fritzel on them. Speaking to his 9,000 followers, the affable, if strange man, explained that the dolls soothed him. He said, if it weren't for the dolls, I would be more alone than anyone. At least I have something. With my little girl, we watch TV and talk about everything. They don't know how much I love her. I've lasted all this year with her. I plan to get married. And then the article just ends. Now, I pulled this article because I can kind of understand, Yuri, to a degree, right? A sex doll at least has desirable features. You can fuck a sex doll. How the fuck are you fucking a rag doll? like I can understand someone that's so lonely and so sexually frustrated <laughs> that they're like, I'm just going to go fuck the doll. I can get. Mm-hmm, we've I, seen your search history, mate. <laughs> that's that's going to be that's the real Christmas special where we just take apart your search history. We're going to get some of your exes in, some of the uh, the dates from the apps. We're all going to come in. You think it's going to be this really cool thing that's being planned? This is what's really being planned. <laughs> Damn you, Casey. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah. I thought we were doing a weeaboo Christmas. I thought we were friends. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a weeaboo Christmas <laughs> this year. Um, no, I can get my head around a sex doll, right? I can't get my head around loving one. Or yeah, marrying it. yeah. But the whole fucking a sex doll, like I have... It's the natural evolution of a posh wank. I have once or twice become so sexually frustrated in my life that, you know... Had a sex doll been there? Uh, yeah. It's possible. I might have gone, well, you know, it's worth it. Try worth, it, worth, a, worth a go? I'm not sure I could bring myself to fuck a bag of straw. I, just, the, I don't think there's anything. Imagine the noise. I'd rather fuck a monument. Yeah, I'd rather fuck a, a statue than yeah. a bag of straw. I suppose the only benefit a bag of straw has is it's easier to manoeuvre. Yeah. Because <laughs> the statue is kind of, well, it's a bit like my ex in bed, very static. You can't blame her. She's got half the top half of her body stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> yeah, I can't blame her. She was worn out by her family. Um, <laughs> this, this is not becoming a thing, okay? This is not becoming a thing. Really? You should have hooked up the guy... <laughs> oh, here we go. ...the fuck the sheep with your ex-girlfriend's dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the guy who fucked a sheep was, was all over my girlfriend at the time. Oh, that one. Everyone else's girlfriend. Everyone else's girlfriend. I mean, I once had a girlfriend that <laughs> followed to a club to try and hit on her and then took her on a date. Yeah. We should have seen the signs, right? <laughs> we should have seen the signs, really. I just thought it was a sad, desperate incel. He was he was an incel before before incels were a thing. Yeah, he, he was into cosplay as well. Do you remember how he used to dress up like you? <laughs> it's the cosplay as me. <laughs> come, come to your house, raid your cupboard, and then cosplay as you. Yeah. yeah. Good awful. times. Yeah. Awful. Good times. <laughs> it was like, we were kind of like Jesus and, mind. and Judas. You were cosplaying as me at the time. I was cosplaying as fucking Carl Barat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nobody cosplayed as you. No. <laughs> the prosthetics were too difficult to attach. <laughs> the weight of the nose, people went. Yeah, it was giving me a sore neck. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. The other week, we, I turned up and suddenly we were doing the most earnest podcast we've ever done. Yeah. This week, I've turned up and we've basically yeah, just, just laid every, into everyone. Burn every bridge we ever made. I mean, to be fair, most of those bridges we've already burnt. 
<laughs> one way or another. But uh, yeah, just in case we hadn't, we're really doubling that. We're salting the earth <laughs> around those bridges. Um, um, we watched a film. <laughs> and this is another film that could have gone very earnest, but I don't think it will. I don't know. Some of I was clearly wasn't in this mood this morning when I made some of my notes. Really? Although, I, yeah, there's some notes about Adrian Carter. Oh, I thought <laughs> there would be. I avoided doing that yeah, because because you knew because I knew you knew my penchant for strong, capable, <laughs> impressive women, right? To shoot you. Um, okay. Well, uh, yeah. as I said to you earlier, listen, it's oh a God. fine line between being horny and having a death wish. As we found out from Preacher. <laughs> there is with that attitude. <laughs> Jesus. Um, to me, they're one and the same thing. Um, <laughs> just, the, the dildos just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and none of them will split me in half. Now they're just fireworks, so I just have to finish before they explode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have... <laughs> that is a video I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're very short videos. Yeah. Um, the danger acts as lube. <laughs> So, are you going to tell them what we watched before I get into my trivia? Um, starting to think we should maybe just skip the film part of this episode <laughs> and come back to it next week. Let's come back to it next week. Because any, like... We're going to put on we do this so fast, week, people are going to get whiplash. I know we do this week on, like, week in, week out, but the fact that somebody may come to listen to this podcast to hear us talk about Captain America, the first Avenger... And then get that. <laughs> I think That's part of the wonder of podcasting. It's the weird, wonderful world of touching, but I think we may have even gone too far with it this time. <laughs> I'll put a disclaimer. <laughs> I'll put I'll put a time code of where the discussion of the film starts so people can skip the bollocks if they want. Uh, I should just release this in two parts. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a double episode this week. I'll <laughs> uh, fuck them. Right, so are you going to tell the people what we watched? I just did. Did you? Captain America, the first Avenger. I just okay. worked it into my little thing. Oh, right. Well, no, you have to say it now. You have to say it clearly. <clears throat> this week, we watched Captain America, the first Avenger. There we go. So I can take that as a soundbite. I won't because no. I've been saying I would do that for about the last 18 months. But I haven't because I don't have time. <laughs> Trivia! go i even left time at the end there for the uh, reverb to tail off so it was released 22nd of july 2011 oh i thought it was, it was later older than, than that. that i thought it was older than that really i thought it was newer than that but i have no track of time anymore apparently no, no, it's 2022 no. apparently i'm 40 years old yeah who knew it apparently the 90s were like 30 fucking years ago and <laughs> apparently I'm like, apparently they were so long ago you can now refer to them as the late 1900s the late 1900s <laughs> in the late 20th century yeah. in, the, in the late 1900s uh, two idiots were born <laughs> they would go on to form a podcast called Tajik <laughs> and this is why extraterrestrials won't make contact yeah. the 21st century has been fucked ever since ever since it started on a low and just went down <laughs> at some point in 2022 they burnt bridges with nearly everybody they know <laughs> almost everybody by just laughing at them <laughs> <laughs> by just using the trials and tribulations of their lives as comedy fodder for yeah. their podcast they reckon if they didn't laugh they would have cried 
Personally, I would prefer the sound of tears. Personally, they're just cunts yeah. using their thinly veiled code names. So, <laughs> they, they reckon it's humour, but I actually think they're both just complete bullies. You've said this, you've said it before. I'm just reiterating it. This is this is basically therapy at this point. Yeah. Uh, we're just exercising some demons. Some weeks. <laughs> I need talking therapy. We do earnest episodes. Some weeks I just need, like, you just know. Just lay into some people. My absolute favourite, most perfect job ever gets taken away from me. And I just need to come and We laugh. should just find all of these people's social medias and just tag them in this week's social posts. No. <laughs> Actually, everyone but the can make. How, how nihilistic am I feeling? I genuinely really don't want the can Yeah, no, that would be unfair on, on them. Um, so... Uh, we've established the release date. Budget. Now, the budget is interesting. 140 million US dollars. Hmm. Lower than I thought. A lot lower than I thought. Yeah. Box office, 370.6 million so US dollars. million. Compare that to uh, Raiders last week, which had a budget of, what was 20. it, fucking 20 million and made yeah, almost as much at the box office. 30 years difference in between. Yeah, but that's what I, I mean. Think about all of the, all the Hydra weapons that needed the CG and... Yeah, but look at the box thing. office. Box yeah. office is basically the same. They're within a few tens of millions of each other. Yeah, I know, but... Which just strikes me as listen, insane. If they could have spent this much money <laughs> on on Raiders... They would have. And, you know, made it even better, they would have done. I don't but know if they could have made it any better. It would have if made they'd it had the ability or... to CG... Yeah, even then, it wouldn't make the film necessarily better. No. But anyway, okay. That's a, that's that's far too sensible. That's far too earnest yeah. a conversation right. this episode. Right. Based on Captain America by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. Yes. Uh, directed by Joe Johnston. Yes. Who previously directed Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Jumanji, and The Rocketeer. I remember liking Honey I Shrunk the Kids when I when I was a kid. I uh, Jumanji, Jumanji is a big a part of the shit. Uh, the Rocketeer was good. Uh, I've seen it, but I was I was in single digits and I have no memory. Uh, okay. Uh, Johnson was chosen as film's director because of because of his previous work on period films, The Rocketeer and October Sky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, starring Chris Evans, no, not the ginger one, uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Hugo Weaving, Hayley Atwell, Sebastian Stan, Dominic Cooper, Neil McDonough, Samuel L. Jackson, and Stanley Tucci. Tucci. Stanley. Stan, what? Stanley. Oh, yeah, obviously it goes without saying. I have a note about Stanley. That is a pretty uh, impressive... Um, Cast this. It is a pretty impressive cast. Did list. you say Dominic Cooper? I did, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> he was uh, just after Sebastian Stan and just before Neil McDonough. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he was just before the guy from Gossip Girl and right before the guy from Arrow. Yes. Yeah. That way around. Um, Hayley Atwell, who played Peggy Carter in this film, oh. surprisingly touching Chris Evans' chest as he emerges from the pod upon turning into Captain America, was very much improvised. And the surprise on her face is genuine. As she admitted in interviews, she was very taken by Chris's physique at that moment and broke character and effectively ruined the take that made it into the film. Because that was not planned and that was just her urges overcoming her. Every girl in the audience does their best impression of rock, of the Roxanne water feature when the pod opens to reveal the new and improved Steve Rogers. I mean, mate, I did. Even on set. <laughs> yeah, even on set. A professional actress yeah. just couldn't resist Touching it very briefly. And you're like, Amy, give me 30 seconds before you stare at my crotch. Please, it needs to go away. <laughs> um, most of the shots of Skinny Steve were done by an LA company called Lola, 
that specializes in digital plastic surgery. The, te the technique involved shrinking Chris Evans in all dimensions. They shot each skinny Steve scene at least four times. Once like a normal scene with Evans and his fellow actors and actresses in the scene. Once with Evans alone in front of a green screen, so this element, so his elements could be digitally shrunk. Again with everyone in the scene, but with Evans absent, so that the shrunken Steve could be reinserted into the scene. And finally, with a body double mimicking Evans's actions in case the second technique was required. When Evans had to interact with other characters in the scene, they had to either lower him or raise the other actors and actresses on apple boxes off uh, off camera or elevated walkways to make Skinny Steve shorter in comparison. For close-ups, Evans' fellow actors and actresses had to look at marks on his chin that represented where his eyes would be and Evans had to look at marks on the tops of the actors' heads to represent their eyes. The second technique involved grafting Evans' head onto the body double. This technique was used mostly when Evans was sitting or lying down or when a minimum of physical acting was required. Pre-serum Steve Rogers looks so unnatural. Oh, God, yeah. Saying that is intrinsic to the story, so I'm more than willing to overlook it. Yeah, I'm glad we don't... I, I, I'll burn a note now. Because I'm glad we don't get too much time with Skinny Steve because yeah. once you've noticed how weird it looks, it makes... It's just uncomfortably odd. Do you think these are the same people that that did like young Tony Stark in one of them later films and does the basically de I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes it really works. Yes. Here, I think they may be a little bit too early in the process of yeah. like refining it. It's not quite as refined as it is later. It looks so unnatural. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But, like, like my note says, like, it's so intrinsic to defining the beginning of this character arc and who he yeah. is and why he sh he becomes Captain America, that you just kind of accept it and be like, look, I know, I know it's unnatural, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, it's yeah because it's such an important story element, you overlook it. He looks like a peanut. He looks like, like his head's too big for the body. Because even though they've like they shrunk the head down a but bit, not enough. not enough, because if he's shrunk it down too far, he'd look like a child. Yeah. And it would just be, yeah. I uh, think if they were to make this do something like that in a film today, I imagine it would look a lot more It would look natural. a lot better, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Evans declined the title role three times before accepting the part. Not out of dislike for the role, but because he feared what the effects of the sudden increase of fame would be like on his private life. Yeah. It wasn't until Robert Downey Jr. convinced him to take the part and thus gain the freedom to sign on to any other role he wanted afterwards that he decided to accept it. Yeah. Um, and unlike some of his other fellow actors and actresses who play parts in the film, Evans didn't have to audition for the role of Steve Rogers because the filmmakers were desperate to have him play it. So basically they hounded him yeah. until he agreed. And then as soon as he agreed, that was it. It was, it was rolling. They were gone. Could you imagine being that self-aware and mm. having that much, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Intelligence. <laughs> Not intelligence. No. Because I'm self-aware and I'm not smart. Um, no, that's true. Just having that much savvy and that much that much you know, pathos to look forward and see how is this like, going to impact this me? Could be the biggest role of my entire career. This could change everything yeah. for probably the next two, three generations of my family. I'm going to make so much money. <laughs> yeah, that I'm going to literally. This is going to be my legacy. But. I'm not sure I could deal with it. Can I deal with the the other yeah. side, the, the personal impact of that? Clearly he did, because yeah. he's been I in like, a fuck ton of them since. I 
I never knew. I assumed the minute, like, I assumed he auditioned for it. Yeah. He really wanted it. Now I know that. Oh, my God. Chris Evans has gone even higher. <laughs> uh, Chris Evans is just yeah. awesome, basically. Uh, now, originally. Although I will say, post, say, Avengers. Mm. Barely take him serious in any, other, in any other role. It takes me a good 20 apparently minutes. Apparently, he's too really far. good in Grey Man okay. on Netflix. He plays a villain. Oh, okay. And apparently, he's really, really good in oh, that. I'll give it a Several go, people then. recommend it to me. Uh, now, originally, cameo appearances were planned in the film for James Logan Howlett, better known as Wolverine. Oh, okay. And Eric Lenscher, or better known as Magneto, yeah. um, who were present during World War II. Yeah. Logan being a soldier and Lenscher uh prisoner at an internment camp. Uh, these cameos were scrapped due to rights issues. Yeah. Marvel Studios now owns the rights for X-Men characters as a result of the Disney-Fox merger of 2019. Unfortunately, I think that ship has sailed. Really? You don't think that they would? They could easily go back, reshoot a couple of scenes? Oh, I suppose they could. And then just edit them in. What is, what is the Disney film Plus? where they do that? Where Oh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Like in Back to the Future, where they keep revisiting the same fucking like Star Wars, under where the they sea. go when Star Wars, where they're in and they're like, "We'll have twelve more oh, yeah, yeah. But this, in this shot." But this is this is the MCU, so they would go back and they would have a whole other storyline taking place behind. So you get like shots in the background, the storyline yeah. playing out of you know Steve Rogers being awesome, uh, and then there would be like someone else would be fucking Wolverine, like yeah. calling him Tinkerbell or something. Bearing in mind that like. Fox were really pushing the X Men, and they just kept making X Men films and yeah. Wolverine, films. and they just kept getting worse and worse. Uh, you'd think that being able to put Wolverine and Magneto on screen in a Marvel film, yeah, would they would leap at the chance, to, yeah, because to it, boost their own, yeah, like yeah. It, that's free marketing. I think I think they wanted, from what I recall of the the dispute between the two. They basically want a, wanted a, a ridiculous amount, of loads of fucking money and rights and, you know, fucking yeah. payouts and shit. And Marvel were like, fuck you guys, fuck we you. own the rest of yeah. it. We'll do it without. Give us a couple of years, we'll buy you. We'll just buy you, yeah. Just, <laughs> just let us buy and ruin Star Wars and then we're coming And then you. we're coming for you. Um, Stanley, is it Tucci or Tucci? I'm going to go Tucci. Stanley I've T- heard Americans pronounce it as Tucci. Oh, okay. So. I mean, he's not American, but... No, but... They're the only people I've ever heard pronounce it. All right, we'll go with that Aside then. Aside from you. <laughs> Aside from me, who pronounces it as Tuki. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Tucci took the role of Dr. Erskine because the role em- enabled him to use a German accent, which he had always wanted to do. Um, the German scientist, whose name I can't remember, is the poster child for not judging a book by its cover <laughs> or sinister accent. Yes, because he has a very sinister accent, and especially like during World War II, yeah. when every German was a Nazi, as far as the rest of the world was concerned. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's kind of one of the heroes of the piece. Based on that, how much do you think it really annoyed American neo-Nazis to see this big white <laughs> pillar of of masculinity kill other Nazis? Oh, mate, they must they must hate it. Yeah. You've got the blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy going out there punching Nazis, yeah. and they're all like fucking hate. They're all hate wanking over they're Steve like, Rogers. Go America! No, don't, no, don't hurt the Nazis. The Nazis. This is why we can't have ni- nice things anymore. Fuck you and your black little mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the comic book that appears in the film bears the cover of the first issue of the actual Captain America comic. Yes. Uh, cover dated March 1941. The cover in this movie is modified from the original version to remove its depiction of Bucky, 
due to the movie version of the character differing from his considerably younger comic yeah. counterpart because Bucky's like fucking Robin yeah. in uh, <laughs> in the original comics. And obviously he's not in this. Uh, Stanley made a cameo as, as a general in this yeah. film. The officer sitting next to him was played by Reb Brown, who played the title character in Captain America 1979 and Captain America 2, Death Too Soon, released the same year. They released two Captain America. Two Cap- Have you ever year? seen them? No. I've I seen th- the first one. Yeah? Awful. Oh, I bet, yeah. It was 1970s. Absolutely dreadful. But it, it was in the 1970s version of a comic book film, which meant it was probably really camp and it terrible. It was super camp and cheesy. Mm. and Not camp in that fun James Bond way, but camp in that, huh, this is for kids. Camp in the way America makes camp movies way. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, they're, they're awful. But I like the fact that they got a cameo yeah, of the original, yeah. one of the original actors, because there was another one a few years later, I think. Uh, Stanley's same cameo. As, sorry, that was the same as Wonder Woman, right? Yes. Linda Carter Linda played. Carter was yeah. in it, yeah. Uh, Stanley's cameo appearance in this film is an exception in the tradition of him appearing in films featuring Marvel comic superheroes. Because he's actually like, plays like a legitimate character here, right? He's not just... Well, he, in this case, uh, Stan Lee had nothing to do with the initial creation of Captain America. Oh, no, but As I said at the beginning... In every MCU film. Yeah, right? but at this point, the previous ones, oh, yeah. he had been instrumental in creating the character. I'm sure at some point he would have worked on it, though. He did. Yeah. Uh, the his first story he ever wrote was uh, Captain America Foils the Traitor's Revenge in Captain America Comics number 3 With in Jack 1941. Kirby, right? uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it also had the first appearance of Captain America throwing his shield as a weapon. Oh. Uh, in addition... He, along with Jack Kirby, was responsible for successfully reviving the character yeah. in 1964 in the Avengers number four and re-establishing him as being a, a major player in yeah. the Marvel Comics universe because he kind of faded out yeah, well, post-war. The war, yeah, the, the war was over. They didn't need any propaganda. They didn't need to be punching Nazis anymore. No. I mean, well, this, the, the, the culture group is blowing up Everybody again. needs to... Oh, I muted it before we started. <laughs> um, every Nazi needs to be punched in the face. Repeatedly. Preferably until they stop breathing. Yeah. Uh, the comic version of Captain America's shield is most commonly said to be a mixture of vibranium and adamantium. Do you ever think one day we might actually go into the world and get, you know... Punch a Nazi. <laughs> no, being the fuck out of by some Nazis that have worked out who we are. I mean, probably not. Because I can't imagine many Nazis sticking out, you know, any of this episode. <laughs> Damn, I'm going to need to come up with a new sexual fantasy. Yes. Um, Sorry, what was your last one? (laughs) The comic book version of Captain America's shield is most commonly said to be a mixture of vibranium and adamantium. Yeah. Vibranium uh, produces the shield's ability to absorb vibrations. Adamantium uh, produces the shield's near invincibility. Uh, However, because adamantium is part of the X-Men and Wolverine mythos, which uh, the film writes at the time, owned by 20th Century Fox, the adamantium part was left out for the movie version. I would love some explanation how... They managed to get this, you know, tiny bit of vibranium to make the shield when there's no other vibranium anywhere and no one knows what it is <laughs> until the end of Black Panther. Yeah. But don't worry. We'll just move past that. I think this was Howard Stark's got it. Yeah, that's, that's all you Howard need to Stark's know. got it. That's how, if if there's something that needs hand waving yeah. in, in the early in phase one yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Stark. Yeah. They just hand wave it. Oh, one of the Starks did it. Yeah. Later on it's oh Wakanda. Yeah. And Going forward, it probably I don't know, fucking Captain Marvel shit it out or something. Um, this is Chris Evans' sixth comic book movie. <laughs> the previous ones include Fantastic Four in 2005, yeah. Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer in 2007, 
Push 2009, The Losers in 2010, and Scott Pilgrim vs. The World in 2010. He also voiced Casey Jones in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 2007, which is based, obviously, on yeah. the comic book. I've... Read them out again. I say Fantastic Four. Yeah, I've seen them too. Yeah, Fantastic Four and uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, terrible. See both those. Yep, both not great. Uh, Push. Never seen. No. The Losers. Never seen. Heard of it. I've never seen it. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, I've seen that. Everyone's seen yeah. that. Uh, and I've never seen that particular animated Teenage no. Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the thought I love of Chris Evans case, straight cut, yeah, straight yeah. laced, fucking clean cut. Chris Evans voicing Casey Jones, yeah. the violent vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Jones was always my favorite. Casey character. Jones is awesome. As a kid that grew up like loving sport as well, like having him just basically be armed with with, with sports paraphernalia. Yeah. Yeah, I should I cosplay Casey love Jones. Casey. Yes, you. But I know what happened. I go to a convention and some Uber. Turtles nerds like Richie would be coming up and asking me questions, and I'd just be like, "I just really like the costume," and I'd be one of those cosplayers. No, I'd be like, "No speaker de anglais." I'm no speaker de anglais, and I smack him with a hockey yeah. bat. Yeah, no, good. Is a hockey stick. I was going to say it's called a hockey, hockey stick. Yeah. Yeah. I should know that. I used to play. Um, it's called a cricket bat. Cricket bat and a hockey, hockey stick. stick tennis dildo, racket. sex toy. Oh. <laughs> In the beginning of the movie, Johann Schmidt, whilst gazing, Shockingly, he has in fact put all of them. Where the sun in my butthole. Um, <laughs> Sorry. In the beginning of the movie, Johann Schmidt, while gazing at the Tesseract, <laughs> says, and the Fuhrer digs for trinkets in the desert. Yes. This is a reference, and this was entirely unintentional, folks. Yeah. This is a reference to another Paramount Pictures movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Director Joe Johnston was part of the Academy Award-winning visual effects team from ILM on that film. As the film started, I was like, wow, we're doing Nazis two weeks running. And then when he makes that comment, I was like, like, oh, God. Yeah, this was entirely unintentional. But as soon as I saw that, I was like, I can't not mention that. Uh, After Joss Whedon, ooh, hiss, (laughs) was hired to direct Avengers Assemble in 2012, uh, he was given a copy of this movie's script and made a few rewrites to tie it more closely to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just got to make some character connections. The structure of the thing was really tight and I loved it, but there were a couple of opportunities to find his voice a little bit and some of the other characters and make the connections so that you understood exactly why he wanted to be who he wanted to be and progressing through the script to flesh it out a little bit. So basically, they were like, yeah, you know what you're doing for for Avengers. Avengers. Make sure this all gels and then he just basically took it as an excuse to go and rewrite some bits of the script that he didn't like. He doesn't get credit though, so what was... He doesn't. He couldn't have done a lot, no. to be fair. If he'd done, I think the way it works is if you do anything substantial or anything yeah. that actually matters, you get a credit. Yeah, and he clearly didn't, didn't no. which is good. Uh, when in the tank, Gabe Jones, Derek Luke, tells Timothy Dum Dum Duggan, played by Neil McDonough, he studied three semesters of German at Howard and then switched to French because the girls were much prettier. Hmm. In the German version. He says he studied mechanical engineering at Harvard, but not for long because the girls were so ugly. <laughs> Localization, yeah, folks. Localization. Uh, during Captain America's war bond drive. Should we be re-recording old episodes of Touching for the different territories? <laughs> different territories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, a complete fucking divergence from what I was saying here. Um, I looked us up on, I can't remember what it's called. 
the website someone else was using to get some interesting stats and basically it's one of these people who uh finds your podcast emails you and tries to get you to pay them to do stuff uh, yeah yeah. basically it's we've we've got a whole email account for them oh we have Uh, most of the facebook groups that i've joined as the podcast do that and this guy was like he was sharing some stats and he was like you know this guy is now in the top x percentile of the world for these podcasts oh oh, are you gonna tell us something good about us um no, because I couldn't find those fucking oh. stats when I went to the website and looked at the podcast. Damn. Probably because I was trying to... That's why you were getting notifications through on your phone. Oh, because I was okay. trying to register as the owner of that podcast. Okay. But I could, I could view that apparently 99.1% of our listeners, according to this website, are in the United States. So either we've got such a huge <laughs> listener base, right, that the people that we actually know in the UK are 0.9%. Uh, just such a small... Or it's only putting selective stats. Yeah. Things everywhere I view the stats of this podcast gives me a completely different ratio. Yeah. So what I actually need to do is sit down, uh, conglomerate them all, and then work it out from there. But that reminds me, I haven't looked at the numbers since October 2020, and we're nearly in October 2022. I might be due a quick peek at a them. Quick numbers. peek. I have no idea. I know you. I can't remember what film it was. It was something astonishing. Oh, we had like a, a big increase in where you sent me something. So this is our most listened to episode. It had like eight hundred and forty-eight plays. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I pulled out. Pulled it, it was, was something, really obscure. I think it was something like um, "Stop on my mum will shoot." Yeah, it was something astounding. That, that was the one. It was like over a three-month period yeah. or something. Eight hundred people had gone and listened to the worst the podcast about the worst film we yeah. covered yeah. on this. Yeah, and I, I just remember being just. Reading it and just being like, wow, 848 people listen to one episode. It might be, come October, eh? I might need to go and look at these numbers. Well, they could boost my numbers. ego a little bit. When, when, I, when I log in, the, the, the page where you can select which podcast you're going in to yeah. edit, um, it gives me a little stat of, you know, in the last 24 hours, you've yeah. had this up or down or what have you based on the previous 24 hours, yeah. which is which all, and like a, a month sort of thing, like a percent. And normally, um, Depending on when you when I log in in the month will dictate yeah. whether that's a that's a green arrow or a red arrow. <laughs> um, during Captain America's War Bond Drive, the tank burning in the background of the black and white film is an M5 Stuart tank painted in German insignia. Uh, this is correct to 1940s Hollywood filmmaking, as they had no actual German tanks, so they paint US vehicles with German sigils and pretend they were German. Okay, I'm sure in, in 1940s nobody cared no or knew the difference no exactly but that is not a panzer tank. that's not a panzer i mean anyone that knows what panzer looks like yeah. but at the time most people didn't because they weren't as widely disseminated as they are now no. um uh chapter five of phase one in the marvel cinematic universe chronologically it is the first movie in the timeline of the marvel cinematic universe obviously being yeah. set like decades before uh iron man yeah edgar wright had been rumoured to have secretly rewritten the film, but has since publicly denied that this happened. Okay, because I know he was, for the longest time, he was desperately trying to get Ant-Man made, and eventually they ditched him and went with someone else to make it, but I I know he was writing it and rewriting it for years. Yeah, he he was rumoured to have done work behind the scenes on it, but he has publicly denied this. Can we trust that? Who knows? Who knows these days? These days, no one knows. It's all smoke and mirrors. Right, there's a lot of big names in this note. All right, go. Sam Worthington and Will Smith were in early talks for the role of Captain America. Later on, Garrett Headland, Channing Tatum, Scott Porter, 
Mike Vogel, Sebastian Stan, Chris Evans, Wilson Bethel, John Krasinski, Chad Michael Murray, Michael Cassidy, Chase Crawford, Derek Theller, and Jensen Ackles were on the film shortlist for the role. I need to see the version. I don't know most of those people. Captain America where John Krasinski is Captain America. I was thinking Will Smith. (laughs) That was... That was my original point until you read how the fucking Jim from the US office was going to be Captain America. And I just look at it. I had to see like... it. But my original point of view was, right, it's 2022. The world is right now. Well, I say the world. Some racist Americans are right now <laughs> losing their shit about black. A black Mermaid. aerial. Could you imagine it's a black Captain 2011. America in 2011? Doesn't matter if it's Will Smith, like everybody's yeah. fucking darling Will Smith. Could you imagine? Can you imagine Captain America being black in 2011? The country would have literally just exploded. Yeah. There'd be nothing left now but a crater. And like the, Not, the fact- sure if that'd be better or worse for the rest of the world, but... Oh, better. <laughs> well, as long as New Jersey survived better. <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. As long as, like, no, you know what, I'll refine it. As long as Red Bank, New Jersey, survived, <laughs> the, the world would be much better off. Um, Alice Eve, Gemma Arterton, and Kira Knightley were considered for the role of Peggy Carter. Emily Blunt was approached but turned down the role. They definitely had a type yeah. they were going for. They wanted the posh English woman. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And th- that classical English beauty. Yeah. And they, they very much focused in on that. I think they I got mean, the right person in. Yeah. Gemma Arterton basically is fucking... Uh, Adrian Carter. What's her name? Uh, Hayley Atwell. The oh, two yeah. of them could have been separated at birth. Yeah. Uh, I think... Uh, Gemma Arterton's taller than okay. uh, Hayley Atwell. Kira Knightley. Sure. I'm not sure either. I, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm a big Kira oh, Knightley we fan. Know. We know you. <laughs> I don't know if that's come across. You're a massive Kira Knightley stan. Yes, very much so. Um, that's Kira Knightley stan. Huh? <laughs> Kira Knightley can stand on me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the sound of the Hydra weapons in this film. It's, it's uses the same sound effect as the scepter that Loki uses oh. in the Avengers, oh. because obviously they're both powered by Tesseract. the Tesseract, yeah. uh, the cube of what is it, the Matrix of Leadership. Uh, the date that this movie came out in 2011, uh, July 22nd, is the same date that Captain America, the 1990 version, premiered on home video in the US back oh. in 1992. Massive coincidence or done on purpose? I tried Easter to find egg. out, um, and people... Uh, Depends on who you talk to. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying they planned it because that's the sort of bullshit the MCU yeah, does. That is a MCU Easter egg. If I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, body count. You got any? You, you got any? Uh... I mean, are we counting Nazis as people? <laughs> we are for the for the, the the sake of this film. We are counting them as people. I mean, they're Hydra, uh, so arguably not actual Nazis. More or less the same thing. <laughs> Ninety-seven. Close. One hundred and five. Oh. Yeah, but family-friendly kids. Count. <laughs> yes, this is a family a film, and that's a high death count. Yeah. So there we go. Um, that was my. Uh, that was basically all the talking I'm doing for the rest yeah. of the episode because I only have a page and a half of actual notes. It's probably just a weather balloon. UFO researchers all over the world <laughs> love this line. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I it's it. the way it's said as well. So yeah. yeah, it's probably just a weather balloon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming off the back of four. And considering the real-world beliefs of the Nazi party, I love the inclusion of Norse mythology in this film. Saying that, we know Asgard is alive and well mm. in another dimension. So why would the Tesseract be in 1940s Norway? 
um, because it ties in loosely with Stark. Right, go. Stark. Uh, I, I thought it was a nice nod to the previous MCU because the previous MCU film is obviously Thor, and he uh, sketches out Yggdrasil and the Nine yeah. Realms and all that for for Jane. So having like within like the first ten minutes of the film, yeah, that's Yggdrasil. So I said at the beginning, coming off the back of Thor, yeah. it just it threw me a little bit. I'm like. Well, we've already established that you know Asgard is a real place. Yeah, where Odin is alive and well. Don't they? Don't they retcon that in in probably that, that it was the the Asgardians gave it to one of the Midheim. Yeah, they gave it to a one Midheimer. of the kings of Midheim or something, oh, okay. and that's how it ended up there. Uh, so I just need to wait for a few few more films. Few more films that'll probably sense. be explained. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh look, it's the Reverend Jesse Custer. Oh no, sorry, my bad. That's Howard Stark. <laughs> Is there any part of you? <laughs> I'm sorry, like, having just recently finished watching Preacher, <laughs> the sound of his voice, the way, you, like, everything about him just screams. Like, it's also my favourite comic book ever. So, like, I'm just, every time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's Jesse Custer. <laughs> oh, no, 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 Howard Stark. No, no, Howard Stark. Um, is there any part of you that would be that determined to go to war to fight for Britain? <laughs> No. How about in 1939 against the Nazis? Maybe. Right? Today, if they were like, come on, fight for Brent, I don't think I could bring Absolutely myself Absolutely fucking not. There's barely anything in this country yeah. worth saving. There is nothing great about Brent. Mm-hmm. Apart from this podcast, obviously. In 1939. Against the genuine threat to... Of the Nazis. Yeah. If the, and I'll tell you what, I will go as far as to say, even 2023, the Nazi party comes to power again takes over and threatens, like, you know, the world. We're too old to sign up. Okay, I would do something. <laughs> you would be lying. Oh, I'm only 32. I would do the official podcast of the war. Oh, my God. We'd be the ones that they get, like, the Steve Rogers and the Dancing Girls. They'd have us live on stage. I was thinking more about them filmmakers that they, they took out to film. Oh, like, embedded, yeah. like, with the units. I thought we'd go and podcast from the front we go and podcast with fucking from a trench somewhere. I, if if <laughs> a, someone like the Nazis was threatening, you know, <laughs> everybody, everyone, I would fight. But if it was just a case of defending Britain, I'm not sure I could bring myself I'm not sure to I could be, no. no. Do I, would I really put my life on the line for... Some gammons. Liz Truss. No. And fucking Sheriff Gammon down the right. No. No. No, I, I fucking wouldn't. I may follow Sheriff Gammon into battle. Just As a human watch, shield. Yeah, just to watch him get shot. Just to watch him get murked. Yeah, no, I can get behind that. <laughs> I feel like, I can't. I'm going to go park outside your house. I'm going to park outside your house and you can't even yell at me because you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be there like teabagging. Woo! Like I'm playing Halo. <laughs> Doing a little Fortnite dance on his dead body. no wait this is why people think they're sociopaths fuck it all makes sense now Uh, people don't understand you know tongue and humor take shit with a grain of salt the the line between truth (laughs) and narrative it's a wibbly wobbly one guys like a snake on ecstasy we don't know what's going on. So we don't know. We don't do know, you know which bits of this podcast are the truth anymore. No. Apart from apart from the trivia that I read out, yeah. the rest of it could be bollocks. We don't know. Chances are it is. Um, pre-serum Steve Rogers looks like a teenage me. I'm going to stop you for a second. Oh, God. I think the listeners deserve to know I've never once known anybody that resembles tin meat. 
just going to leave that awkward silence in there. Um, I may, what I may do is just like compress that <laughs> section so all they can hear is the background static of yeah. the microphone for a second. Pre-serum Steve Rogers looks like a teenage me, but without the questionable haircut. Yeah, there's no line shaved There's no Robbie Williams line shaved into it. Yeah, he does. But I, when he takes his T-shirt off, and I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah. That's what I looked like until my 20s. Yeah, that's what I looked like before, you know. Before my middle age. My metabolism slowed down. My metabolism slowed down and all the stuff I was eating actually stayed yeah. in my body. Yes. No, that's true. I didn't see it until you said it, but no, I can't not see it. I even had blonde hair up until like my fucking late teens. It's just, oh. Do you really believe that as World War II progressed, the British and American armies were as stringent in their recruitment as this film suggests? Oh, fuck no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I had 14-year-old kids going, oh, mate, in, and they were like, okay. Right, fine. Front lines right for Right you are, Sonny Jim. Yeah. Sign here. Put your John Hancock on that. Off you go. This is just some... You know, propaganda, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point in the war, the Americans had only recently joined. Yeah. Because, as we know, they'd been little pussies about it up until this Major point. Major pussies. They, they were sat on the fence, you know, fence really grinding pussies. onto that fence pole. Yeah. I don't know why I had to demonstrate the grinding know. on my chair. Um, I got chubby, though. <laughs> you definitely should have had a wank before you yeah. came around. Um, but, yeah, so the Americans, they probably were quite stringent because they wanted to. they only wanted the healthy, good-looking chaps to go off to war to show the rest of the world, look, we're America, we're awesome. Oh, so all the betas could finally get so, laid. Exactly. Oh, I get it now. I mean, us at this point in the war, we were like, so, how old's your son now? Oh, he's only six months. Ever thought about him signing <laughs> yeah. up? We've got uniforms in his size now. Here's a bayonet, he'll be Here's fine. Here's a bayonet, <laughs> he'll be fine. Bayonet and some uh, fucking uh, <laughs> tin of preserved meat, and off you go, son. <laughs> off to the front lines. Um... A lot of preserved meat in today's episode. Yeah. It's very strange. I promise next week there'll be 99% no preserved meat. less preserved meat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, lol, bobblehead Steve Rogers. I'm assuming this is when he's at the Strategic yeah. Scientific yeah. Reserve Camp. And it's literally someone should be shaking him and just... Blah, 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 blah. Do you ever remember that episode of South Park where it's the... Uh, um, don't do drugs, okay? Drugs, okay. okay. Yeah. Where he does the drugs in his head. <laughs> That's what he looks like. That's what he looks like. <laughs> Agent Carter may possibly be the perfect woman. She's pretty pretty close. In every single way, shape, and form. Yeah, she is pretty awesome. Would you throw yourself on a grenade to protect your team? Who's on my team? Me? No. Okay. <laughs> I feel I have a little bit of that in me. I have a little what, bit a grenade? Of... No, you take the... it out, mate. You'll get septic. The martyr. The martyr. I could martyr myself. I once had a conversation with um, this is this is going back to old days of touching where you would say something or one of us would say something and we'd go off on a story about something. Okay. Um, my driving instructor, my first driving instructor, Kev, his name was. Oh, he was not, a fucking lad. No, not my uncle. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. He was a friend of my uncle. Funny oh, enough. Okay. Um, he was a proper fucking lad. He was in his. Is he your mid- uncle with? These children are your second cousins. What? These children are my second cousins. This the one oh. guy I was talking about. Does that make him? Like, it's not. Is no, the, I don't know. He, once, uncle, once, removed once removed or something. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this, this guy was a, genealogy was a, is not what this podcast no. is about. <laughs> we're not Tolkien. I know the word genealogy. I just we're not, don't we're not know. Tolkien about our relationships. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Right. Hey, boom. Um, he was a proper proper lad, and I remember having chats with him because I 
took my lessons over a period of years because yeah. I'd pay for a couple, be skint because yeah. I'd spent all my money down at the pub, and then I'd do a couple of lessons. And yeah. um, I remember talking to him once, and he was talking about how he'd had some big revelation. Uh, he he got into like a bit into Buddhism and shit like that, and he he'd like turned over this whole new leaf. Wow! And he said about like sounds like me. Yeah, it was a yeah. bit like you actually. He did it about the same time in his life as well. Oh, um, okay. He right. then fucked off to the Bahamas to be a diving instructor. Oh. As far as I'm aware, he's still there now. I got something to tell you about the future of touching, but we'll. <laughs> it's gonna be a diving podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll fucking off. You gotta find. You gotta find a co-host. Thank fuck for that. I don't need a co-host. I'm just gonna talk to myself. <laughs> um, it'd be just like my <laughs> just be like my fucking chatterbait. <laughs> remember, remember that ex-girlfriend you had? You know, the one yeah, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one else hears the rest of the joke because you don't need to make I'm it. You're just laughing at what's in your head. Yeah. Um, and we were talking, I can't remember how we got onto this, but about like uh, pushing someone else out of the way of a bus. Okay. Uh, and I said, yeah. He said, would you do that? I said, yeah, absolutely. I was like in my late teens, early 20s at the time. I was like, yeah, absolutely, mate. It was like, really? Would you actually? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, genuinely. I was like, yes, I would. He said, I wouldn't. He said, once upon a time, he said, yeah, I might have done. He said, but now... I value myself enough and I've seen what the rest of the world is like. He said that, he said, yeah, most people, I probably wouldn't. And I feel like I've reached that point in my life now where I'm bitter and jaded. And I I, I think part of it is the fact that I now have a family that I'm responsible for. So I can't sacrifice myself for Joe Bloggs in the street because I have to weigh the fact that I would be sacrificing somebody else. Oh yeah. Yeah. Effectively it's sacrificing my family unit to save Joe Bloggs, who okay. could be an horrible little scrope. As a 20-year-old, he's about 20 in this film, right? 18, Yeah, at, at most, yeah. In your late teens, early 20s, would you have jumped on a grenade? Oh, absolutely. At that point in time, I would have martyred myself. I would have been like, this is the only way to get this people is, this to is like my, me. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is the only way people are ever going to like People will love me or if I respect do that. me if I martyr myself. Yeah. Today, uh, there's... Uh, 30% chance Today I'd probably grab someone else and throw them on it (laughs) he's a hero sort of because he did save everyone else but Um, (laughs) I just put it up my arse Steve Rogers talking to Agent Carter in the back of the cab reminds me of me in my 20s (laughs) (laughs) what a beautiful dame I mean mean, beautiful woman I mean woman I mean you are beautiful but uh... (laughs) yeah Um, now I I just look him in the eye and say Jesus you're so beautiful and they're like uh, <laughs> are you going to place an order or what? <laughs> I mean, that's great, but you want Uber. ketchup on this. <laughs> um, no, I don't have procedure tomorrow. I drink it now. Yeah. Dr. Erskine knows where it's at. I love that's one of those moments that I'm going to refer to in probably my last note of like just this sprinkling of well timed humour. Because mm. that comes right at the end of like quite a heavy scene where he yeah. talks about like real life stuff and like World War Two and about what the Nazis did. Yeah. And I think without that, it, it could have been very, very heavy. Yeah. But the fact that you end that scene and you get out into the next scene with that little tete-a-tete and then they, re- they come back to it in the mm. next one really kind of pops the bubble with the tension bubble. Yeah. And it gives you a little bit of levity that stops this so film from becoming... Too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the use of the dancing metaphor. It's got the perfect amount of subtlety that it will mean nothing to most kids. But it also, <laughs> uh, but it's also obvious enough that 
most people outside of America will know exactly what they're alluding <laughs> what to. What they're alluding to, yeah. yeah. Um, considering it's the 40s, I'd be right in assuming Agent Carter is wearing stockings under that uniform, right? God, you should have had a wait before you watched the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone else in the room gets protective goggles, but not the chap who's who the lights are actually shining at. Yeah, because he's. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine if like it worked and he came out buff but had no eyes? Yeah, because they're just like burned out of his head. Stark, <laughs> Stark, you bastard! We need some new eyes. Well, I'll Stark them for you. Get designing them eyes. The trousers still fit. Yes. <laughs> goes in there and the trousers are about as wide as my thigh he comes out and he's ripped but the tra- they aren't even stretched no. they're still a perfectly tailored fit I and could, it's like yeah we could have done with a bit of that like incredible hulkness where yeah. they go and bust bust, they bust out and they, they and basically they become shorts, shorts. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I would love to watch an Agent Carter and James Bond team-up movie where she is constantly outshining him and refusing <laughs> to be another conquest. Have you watched any of the... Um, I haven't, not yet. I only the really Agent Carter series? developed my obsession with Agent Carter today. Oh, uh, okay. So, so I will be watching it very soon. I, my, my... When I have that said wank. <laughs> my suggestion is they should have just given the serum to Peggy. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's face it. If If... Weedy little Steve Rogers became Captain, Captain America. America. If they'd given it to Peggy, who was already awesome. massively capable yeah. and above average, she'd have won the fucking war on her own. Absolutely. She'd have beaten. She'd have beaten fucking Thanos on her own. I would have. I'd love to see an Adrian Carter James Bond team up movie. Like, they, didn't they do a awesome. um, like just a real posh, capable woman outshining like <laughs> MI5's greatest womanizer? <laughs> what was? Was it? A, it must have been a comic book um, where Peggy Carter does get the serum. Oh, okay. And she becomes like Captain Great Britain or something. Oh, okay. And she's basically the super soldier. That would be awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's a comic book because I've seen it. I somewhere. need to read that. I need to find that. There was a Captain Britain back in the day, but I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, Union Jack. Yeah, I'm not sure if that is the the same character. I've never read any. Uh, it's one of the, the, the what if timelines oh, that they explored. Okay. Yeah. I, I need to find that. Um, that kid's a ginger. Why is he finding so hard to save him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Come on. I'm really doubling that. Not, not all gingers are Will, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Some of them, some of them count as people. But that kid could have grown up to be a Will. I mean, that is true. I mean, they're all soulless. What's the point? <laughs> Or a monster. <laughs> um, I need one of those 1989 Batman-style submarines so I can live my best intro-ever life at the bottom of the ocean. I would love a, uh, a mini-sub like that. It looks like the 1989 Batman build. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just like... I want one of them. It looks so out of place for everything else. I'm, like, I'm all out of social energy. Going to go to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Reggie away! <laughs> yeah. Just into the little Reg, yeah. the Reggie sub. Yeah. And you go down to your secret underwater base yeah. where you what? just sit there and cry in a corner. I'll see him wank to pictures of Peggy Carter. Cry wank in the corner. Crank, cranking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... Oh, Peggy. Walk on me some more. Oh, show me them stocking tops, Peggy. We're the big heels tonight, Peggy. I could be Captain America. Look, look, we've already established this is not a visual format. I don't need the math. His... I have to see you squirming around, <laughs> pretending to squirm on dildos. You have to it see my... post. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it every time. Guys, every time he said anything about Agent Carter in that little bit there... He was literally, he was like a monkey at a zoo. I'm method acting. Right? Method acting. I'm actually God. not attracted to, pep, to 
Peggy or Agent Car whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. But Reggie is. <laughs> so I have to method act. You're lucky oh, I didn't take Jared. it. You're lucky I didn't take it all hog and like you actually get it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking. Yeah. I'm scared to look. <laughs> no, I can't because the stockings. Uh, the stockings are too tight. You've tied them in a bow around your dick. <laughs> if you need to go to the loo and loosen it off before, like, you know, it goes black, shrivels up and falls off. I can only get hard when I'm wearing a pencil skirt these days. <laughs> <laughs> I left that at home, sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, Marvel fans are turning off in droves. Oh, mate. They never got this <laughs> They never far. got this far. Um, oh, I, I, where's my next note? I they never got to the objectifying of Peggy Carter. <laughs> God. I hasten to add, guys, this is not me doing the objectifying I feel it's here. okay to objectify Peggy Carter, considering we're covering a film that has basically just objectifies Chris Evans for uh, two hours for all women's pleasure. <laughs> Nobody's complaining. No. <laughs> You're not even complaining about it. Uh, if you went through that procedure to become a super soldier and they tried to make you a chorus girl, wouldn't yeah. you just become a, a rogue vigilante instead? I know I would. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if you turn me into a super soldier, I would do that anyway. And they're like, I right, just go on stage and, you know, be a dancing monkey. I'd it's like, like, fuck like, you, I'm dressing in black. <laughs> it's like, let me get this straight, General. You have, you wanted an army of super soldiers. Yeah. You didn't get that. You got one super soldier. Rather than actually using that one super soldier in any meaningful way, you instead send him off to basically make adverts. Be a compare. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, know, I get it, Tommy Lee Jones. You're old. You've been in films yeah. since, like, the Bible was written. Yeah. You're, 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 you're tired. You're grumpy. Because your co-star from Men in Black isn't Captain America. Isn't Captain America. We get it. We're upset, too. We're upset. I'm not too upset because I love Chris Evans. But, you know, we get it. Who do you stand more, Chris Evans or Will Smith? I can't answer that without sounding racist. <laughs> no, you can, because if you answer it. Chris Evans. Oh, Will Smith. Balance. Balance. Perfectly balanced, as all things should be. And to be fair, that's my that's my honest answer. That's just well. your answer to everything. Yeah. <laughs> it is my answer to anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just doesn't make sense. They send him off to be a glorified dancing girl, rather than just like, even yeah. if they used him just to assassinate Hitler, like yeah. a one-shot. Yeah. Bosh. But they don't. They're just like, no, you can go off and... Where's some I'd just be admittedly like, cool boots. As soon as they told me what they it was they expected me to do, I'd just be like, see, I'm just going to go dress in black and run the streets. I'm just going to go run the streets. Beating, I'm just going to go and do this myself because yeah. I'm. You, you're sending me out to these places yeah. anyway. I'm literally going to go and kill Nazis. Rid each one of these places with, of bullies. Make America great again. Make America Sorry, great again. I to say that. Oh, no, we can't. We know, yeah. Uh, I need one of those 1989 Batman-style Hydra cars to drive around town in. <laughs> It is a very nice car. I did have. <laughs> it does look so. It does look like Batman. I, I I did have a note about that car. Apparently, it's it's like fucking. It's huge. It's yeah. like fucking seventeen meters long or something like that. And it was actually a functioning car. Um, they used the 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 underside of an actual truck okay. was the chassis that it was built on, and it had this huge like fucking V eight engine. Uh, it was turbocharged just to move it because it yeah. weighed like twelve tons. Uh, and one of the guys in the production crew took it out for a drive, oh, okay. and he said it had the turning circle of a fucking tanker, and he said it was horrible to drive. It's but right in America, because they don't have roundabouts. <laughs> they don't have roundabouts. He said it was it was wasn't great fun to drive because it was heavy yeah, and yeah. slow. He said, but it looked. I awesome. bet it looked amazing. It was just impractical as fuck. Oh yeah, totally impractical. But to be honest, all the best cars are yeah. impractical. I mean, oh, look yeah. at the eighteen van. 
Probably yeah. gets like two miles to the gallon, but awesome. Ecto one. Yeah. I know for a fact they are horrible to drive on British roads. Um because they're too big. Batmobile. The night night Batmobile. They see you coming ten minutes before you get there. Because <laughs> the front of the car is so long. The DeLorean. Yeah. You know, overheats and shuts down. It's slow and heavy. Looks awesome. It's just like all the best cars are impractical. Wonder Woman's invisible plane. Invisible. Invisible. <laughs> Although this film is. You just talk- look like a bell and just flying through the sky like. Oh, hello! <laughs> Sorry, going commando. <laughs> wait, wait. Wonder Woman going commando in that leather skirt? No, it's me. A bit... Oh, ah, ah, with your butthole splayed out across the invisible seats. Because ah, I bet you're one of those who sits down and stretches the butt cheeks into the seat. There you go. What's the point of shaving, otherwise? Although this film is called <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger, and therefore we know he will make it out of the film alive. <laughs> I still like the fact they cut as Cap is jumping during the climax of his rescue scene, only oh, to yeah. reveal his survival moments later as he rolls back into the camp nonchalantly with the survivors. It is good. I like that. I have a couple of notes about that sequence that you've just summed up in one phrase. <laughs> um, first of all, if you have something to say right now, it'd be the perfect time to keep it to yourself. Yeah. I should get that tattooed on me somewhere because that is my... General consensus that's on anything anyone else has to say. Be the tagline of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's just the name of this podcast. Uh, just shut up and listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so much lens flare in the Hydra base. Yes. In fact, every Hydra weapon throughout the entire film seems to come with free lens flare built yeah. in. Even when Red Skull is fighting Cap on the plane at the end, his little pistol. Every time that comes in shot, it's like lens flare. It's almost like JJ Abrams. It's like yeah, was JJ on set when they were designing those yeah, or something? Some backseat directing. <laughs> yeah. um, some of the shots. Oh yeah, some of the shots, particularly those in the Hydra base control room. Yeah, um, are very reminiscent of Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Oh, I've never seen. That. Have you never seen that? No. Really good film, actually. Yeah. Uh, Jude Law and someone else massively stylized. Oh, okay. The whole thing is so heavily stylized and it's all in that 1940s oh, okay. almost art deco style. So I'd enjoy that. You probably would, yeah. yeah. It's 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 based off of like the uh the the sci-fi series of the 40s and 30s. Oh, okay. That sort of style. Uh but they decided to make it in that sort of style. It was made yeah. in like the 90s or something. But yeah, you should definitely definitely watch that because that's a really good film. Out. Um oh look, it's Marjorie <clears throat> Oh look, it's Marjorie Tyrell. Oh no, my bad. She's just a nameless intelligence you officer. Recognized her from somewhere. The nameless intelligence officer has the same reaction to seeing Cap as Roxanne has to listen to Touching every week. <laughs> She's just there, listening to it on like a fucking TV or whatever, yeah. just trying to tongue the fucking TV screen. I need to turn it down, but I've got no free hands. <laughs> um, those recon planes must have been flying with their eyes closed. Oh, yeah. If they didn't spot the column of nearly 400 men and an assortment of stolen vehicles making, making its, its way, way from the massive explosion that was formerly a Nazi base. I heard a rumour that Howard Stark, you know, <laughs> just took out their, their like, radar. Maybe they were too busy for doing. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> um, there is something so heartwarming watching Cap take out Nazis. <laughs> oh, look, it's Damien Dark. Oh, no, sorry, my bad. He's just one of Cap's team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm assuming someone gets that reference. Um, Neil McDonough with the beard. Yeah. He was Damien Dark in one of the seasons of, of Arrow. Uh, okay. He was the big bad. Even mid-battle, even Cap can't resist the distraction that is Agent Carter. 
I think that's when he's meant to be chasing the Red Skull, and she comes in and she's like, "Oh he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're late," and she's like, "Are you meant to be doing something?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." Uh, Peggy, I think our notes are way out of sync now. I think oh, okay. you're, you're ahead of me. I'm just. Uh, Peggy shows up in that red dress. Oh, oh yeah, just to tell Steve that he has a briefing in the morning and that she likes to dance. Oh, no, she turned up in that red dress to remind him what he's like. Yeah, but that still seems like overkill because she 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 went to her room on the base. She got changed, all dolled up. She then must have got a cab or, like, a ride down to the pub. She walks into the pub, spends two minutes in there, talks to Steve, and then leaves, and then goes back and presumably gets changed again. After that, she laid there waiting for Captain America to come and ravage her. You think that's over? Ravage, not ravage. A couple of days ago, we got an entire conversation about books with me just to, you know, <laughs> let me know she's into me. And you've had conversations with me about books. You know they're not fun. Yeah, no. Jesus, so she's kind of a masochist or something. <laughs> I, I did. I got suddenly really earnest and tried to <laughs> talk about life. Oh, that must have been painful. Were you talking, telling her? Yeah, so anyway, it's hashtag Kenobiisms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He's on the run at the time. No one's allowed to know. It's just, <laughs> he's fighting sand The people. pain inside, it's yeah. so deep. It's got to protect baby Luke. <laughs> no, baby Yoda wasn't a thing for years <laughs> after that. Anyway, his name's Grogu. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and you can't understand why he's single. I mean, come on, ladies. You should be lining up. Oh, I know. It's the micropenis. It's the micropenis that does it. Um, Peggy just straight up shoots at him. Yeah. No questions to, to Stark about whether it's bulletproof <laughs> or yeah. not, or if the bullets are in the gun or armor piercing or explosive. Oh, come she on. Just, blam, she, blam, blam. She's Agent Carter. She knows all that anyway. She's read the, the report. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. She knows everything. Does she know? She's omnipotent. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> Talk about putting them up on a pedestal. <laughs> That pussy is well and truly up on that pedestal. That pedestal is so high, she's getting fucking frostbite in the flats. That pussy is on that pedestal, framed by stockings and a suspender belt. And I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, That's where it's staying, all right? This is Agent Carter we're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Um, don't worry, next week I'll give myself plenty of orgasms before we start. It's hot. funny because I was about to mention um, there was a, there was a phase a few years ago just before the the pandemic. I oh, did you, you stop that. giving yourself orgasms as well? <laughs> well, my fiance stopped, so I figured, why not? Yeah, maybe there's something to this. That's when I started having orgasms. It's a weird so it's, twist of fate. What, isn't it's it? a coincidence. Um, I'm gonna start calling you accountant. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving in on my missus so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> For, again, for context, guys, go back to a few previous episodes ago when we literally discussed this. Yeah, no. Uh, were, before this global pandemic, I don't know if you remember that. It's no. all over now. No one gets COVID anymore. Uh, <laughs> um, there was a there was a phase we were doing local conventions in okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the sort of like 20, 30 mile radius of here. Uh, and there was a, there was a Captain America cosplay. Okay. A cosplay guy, and he was he was brilliant. He was a lovely guy. Yeah. And uh, he'd never done it before. It was because his missus was one of these oh, fame hungry cosplayers. Oh, okay. Who she she did Harley Quinn when they were really popular, and she pranced around in the fucking lycra suit and what have you. Oh. She was all right. She was maybe a six out of ten. 
Um, We're not allowed to objectify women. Uh, no, I'm rating her. Her oh, boyfriend, on the other hand, as Captain America, was a solid nine. Oh, really? He was, he was a very attractive young man. Amy used to gush over him. Yeah. I mean, they'd be us in our fucking Ghostbuster jumpsuits. And there's, like, this Captain America just trying... And he was such a nice guy. I spoke to him on several occasions because I was putting together my Captain America costume at the time. Um, I didn't know you did a Captain America costume. I've never done it. I bought it. I paid a fucking fuck ton for it. Is it because you looked at yourself in a mirror and you were like, yeah. No, it's too big. Oh. It's literally too big for me. I'd have to get it professionally adjusted, which <laughs> yeah. would probably cost more than the costume cost. Well, just take some super serum. You <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's too big around the belly. Oh, okay. they, oh. They've cut it massively loose around oh, the okay. gut. It, it's like, you know, someone two or three times my size could wear it. Okay. Um, which is so annoying. I keep looking at it and thinking I'll adjust it. Um, that's the real reason I'm putting on all this weight oh, is okay. so that I can wear it and be a fat Captain America to rest the shield on my gut. <laughs> Hashtag fat cap. Fat cap. <laughs> um, but she, uh, when when the whole Harley Quinn died off oh, and she yeah. realised how popular her boyfriend was as Captain America, she put together a uh, Peggy Carter costume. Oh, yeah. In And she doubled in hotness as Peggy Carter. Okay. Compared to, you know, the, the like for wearing Harley Quinn, she put on that uniform and I was just like, See, now she's quite hot, and then you talk to her and realise she's a toxic piece of shit. Amy, swinging. (laughs) Just saying. You can get rowed by Cap, I can row Carter, (laughs) and then we can come home and swap stories. No, Carter wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot barge pole. Not me, you. Oh, me? Yeah, I'm not. Oh, oh, you want to swing with... Swinging, like, is what me and Amy do, but (laughs) couple swinging, you'd have to actually be a couple, you know? I could just balance the camera on the shield. Um, but it plays it rolls in nicely to my next note okay which is I absolutely love all the Captain America uniforms aside from the stage yeah. show one that's yeah, not oh, so yeah, great that's um, so much so that I actually have one downstairs yeah which I was looking at the other day because I was gonna I, I want to dig out the shield because I've got the cap uh, full size shield and after watching this I was like nope it's about time the shield came back out again okay <laughs> I'm not sure where it will hang though um is there anything that could convince you that piloting a bomb would be a good idea? No. So you're not hydro material? Absolutely not. No. I do like that. I was like, when I don't remember them having. Oh no, they're they're, they're kamikaze bombs. Oh, I see. <laughs> I've only got one note left about this. Oh, fucking loads. And then I've just realised I've also got three notes about the consultant, which we completely skipped by by mistake. Awesome. Okay, and I still haven't watched that. So. Oh, did you not? Okay. We'll no, just, I have no chance. We'll just not do them little bits anymore okay okay um <laughs> massive tanks have yeah. some and this is a reference you won't get have some strong imperial guard super heavy vibes about them oh i've seen some of your little toys yeah the, the super heavy ones yeah. like the bane blade and the shadow sword um oh, i didn't even buy it when i called them toys mate i've been i've been insulted about my toys by my parents <laughs> my siblings god one of my ex-girlfriends only one only one um yeah, but other people's parents. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> another one of your ex-girlfriends couldn't really, you know, abuse you for your toys because her mouth was full. Full <laughs> <laughs> of her stepbrother's dick, yeah. <laughs> and her ass was full of her dad's dick. <laughs> Again, I just like the front to, one was empty, but I wasn't invited. I just like to take the time to publicly apologise to you know her non-stepbrother brother. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to apologise to her entire family, just not her because she's a toxic piece of shit. <laughs> Um, oh, I should have swiped right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you could have experienced yeah. not getting laid for three quarters of the relationship. 
Um, weird seeing yeah. Cap using a gun. However much sense that it makes it makes that he would at the time. Yeah, he, I know. Like that scene where he comes through, he's got the the shield in one hand and the gun in the other, and I was like, that's going to be a future NRA poster, right? <laughs> I'm surprised it isn't already. Yeah. Just like Cap with an AR-15 yeah, and a group much, of school kids looking scared in front of him. Much more American than the Stars and Stripes and a gun <laughs> as a penis replacement. I mean, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like that that scene from Revenge of the Sith. You know, Anakin walking into the classroom, but just imagining he had a repeating blaster rather than a lightsaber. Oh, I saw this brilliant meme the other day. It's oh, God. a school kid looking really, really upset. And he says, well, he's bringing your dad to school day, but your dad's a police officer and he won't end of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I should have sent that to the to the AB club. Oh, we need to find that. Yeah. Just send it to me. I'll share it on the touching page. Okay. I mean, we, we've we've this is our hill. Yeah. We'll die on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as we don't go into a secondary school, because then there won't be our fucking shooters. <laughs> Can you come out with your hands up? Come and get us, pigs. We can't. We're scared. It's a school. <laughs> we had bad memories at school. We got bullied. There you go, Sam. Oh, excellent. All right. Um, what is this? Steak. What is in it? Cow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's such a simple little change. It is bitch genius, because you can tell from the minute he puts the food down, he's just like, okay, so you're going to poison me. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he starts eating it, and the bloke's like, oh, fuck, oh, I could have eaten that steak. I could have eaten that. <laughs> yeah. What was it when he, um, and he says, oh, no, meat does not agree yeah, with me. Yeah. And he goes, what about cyanide? Yeah. Does that give you the old rumbly tumbly? Yeah. <laughs> I have to shout out Tommy Lee in this film. He's really good. He is really good. I completely forgot he was in it. I completely forgot he was in it. But then uh, he doesn't have a massive role, but when he's on stage, he chews that motherfucking scenery for all it is worth. He's really good. I don't think he's playing a role. He's literally just just Tommy Lee. I think they just like woke him up. was like, oh, we've only got decaf. And he just basically went in. Just he had the clothes himself because I imagine that's how Tommy Lee just dresses day to day. My favourite moment is when I think Cap comes in and goes, I need all the blah, 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 about this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you don't get to give me orders. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, he's just so grumpy yeah. and miserable. It's like, this is these are the roles Tommy Lee Jones was it's born like, to play. It's like me first thing in the morning. It's like me. Yeah. <laughs> he can't get drunk. No. That is one hell of a side effect. I'm yeah. not sure if I'd take the super serum. I would, because, you know, there's drugs. <laughs> I mean, there are drugs, but he'd probably just metabolise those out as well. Oh, in that case, no. I'd have to go and get some of that Space Wolf yod mead. I'd rather just be Mr. Mackey and not... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to say, Mr. Miyagi, then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just there, catching yeah. Nazis with chopsticks. <laughs> uh, Shades of Endor with the motorbike sequence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a brilliant yeah. little sequence, yeah. which is so clearly an homage oh, to yeah. that whole scene. Because it's Absolutely. like... It bears no relevance to no. anything else. It's just okay. For Steve Rogers on a motorbike because that was one of the cool. That was one of the only things the early versions of uh, Captain America films got, got right. right. Yeah. Um, and hmm, what about? Have you seen uh, Return <laughs> of the Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Then woods in Northern Cal- Northern California, where they went. We can just basically do the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> we got another red string moment. Oh. Back to last week's film. Oh. Second film in a row. Where someone gets turned into a smoothie by yeah. a propeller. Yeah. I was like, as soon as he does that, I'm like, this film actually shows it. It's weird because they're both aimed at the same age group, but like 
30, 40 years apart. And in those 30 years, kids have got slightly less desensitised. I mean, kids back in, in like, the 80s, they let's face it, back then, people were snowflakes. Yeah. These days, kids are much hardier, you know. We're not upset by, when you know, I black actually, people drinking from the same fountain as us or getting on the same bus as us. Or, you know, two men enjoying the pleasure of each other's body. Two, two men, you know, deep-throating one another in some kind of yin and yang of sex. Well, calm down before. Sorry, I'm getting all excited. Yeah. I'm going to have to have a wank. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I gestured that. That's payback. You do. You are not big enough to wank like that. I'm going to have a wank. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let me retry that. I'm going to have a wank, Reggie. <laughs> got so excited. Being a cowboy. I got so excited. I used your government name. Yeah. I've got to cut that bit out. Um... <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Even Warren's like... You ain't even bothering anymore, are you? What the thing is, I stopped. I started doing the edit. This uh, you can go back and listen to this episode now, guys, because thanks to Warren, ago, right? I went back and and I actually oh did, did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. No, that I got into. He sent me because I said in the chat, yeah, yeah. send me the time codes, and I, and he did. He he DM'd me the time codes, oh, and I okay. went back in, edited it, and re-uploaded it. Oh, okay. Um, I must have missed that entire section out yeah. because I started editing it. Um, and then I went to bed and I, shut, I saved it all, shut the machine down, came back, and for some reason it didn't save where I'd got to. Oh, okay, so you just So I, I was like, I was jumping for it, and I was like, ah, this is about where I got to, and edited the rest of it. Oh, okay. And then obviously I was like, I'd uploaded it, and I was laying in bed after I'd uploaded it at night, and I was like, wait, no, there was a couple of bits names in there. I had to edit out, but I, I don't hear remember it. hearing them. Oh, and, well. and then I was like, well, at this point, it was like one thirty in the morning, yeah. I was like, it's already, it's already live. It's yeah. already out there. Roxanne's Somebody will do it. Roxanne's already knuckle deep. She's already fucking... <laughs> she's wrist deep in herself yeah. listening to it. One of them will tell me... I, I was like, Reggie will call me out on this. He'll, he'll point it out. And then it turned out it was Warren just going, you're not bothering to edit it anymore. <laughs> I noticed it when I listened to the edit and I was like, oh, the boy's busy. He doesn't <laughs> but no, I did go back in and edit it. Oh, okay. So yeah, I will edit that bit out. Okay. Well, it depends. We're, you have to we're edit a, it out. Just do a beep. We're over two hours right now. Are we so really? yeah. Um oh yeah. I that, f- that reminds me, is your toilet fixed? Yes. Oh, we okay. have a whole new toilet in there. I'll pee on the way out then. Um I forgot about this film's abrupt ending. Yes. Because he's just stood there in like Times Square. Yeah. And I was like, it gave me flashbacks to like an Assassin's Creed game that stopped like mid-sentence. Oh, really? And I'm just like I was just like, oh yeah, so Oh, this has been going on a long time. Do they? I can't remember. Did they do anything? Oh no, no. There's the credits. Okay. Did you feel like you were watching a two-hour and seven-minute film? No, I didn't last night. <laughs> this morning, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Oh, there you go. There you go. See what I mean about the humble break? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just not bragging. I just watched every film twice because you know. That's a brag. I've got so little going on in my life. I can watch. I mean, it's a weird same, flex, but the you know. same film twice in twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, humble brag. Humble brag. Boasting. This claims to have a, a micro penis more times than I, than I care to mention on today's episode. Is <laughs> the king of the humble brag. I mean, you're out, you're out of practice, aren't you, mate? Yeah. The humble brag was earlier when I told you about a girl that was hitting on me. Yes, but, yes, and, and you know the the asking to finish and all of that shit. Yeah, no, that was the humble. We're brag. picking up on that, mate. It's all part of oh, fuck's sake. Honestly, why do I even bother, guys? Why do I even fucking bother? Well, you should have asked the smarter person to podcast with you 123 episodes ago. Yeah, but they're smart. They won't. And they wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't be half as funny as me. Um, my last note is the end credits for this scene for this film. Fucking is long. weak. 
Oh. Oh, the end credit. Oh, sorry, the end credit scene. Yeah, it's basically just the trailer for Avengers. Yeah. It's like literally, Cat punches a thing, Nick Fury walks in, and then it's trailer. I, I fast forwarded oh. 12 minutes of credits to get to that, and I was just like, oh. But at the same time, I'm sat there thinking, hang on, <laughs> was this the actual end credit? Yeah, scene? I don't think it was. In the cinema, because if it was, they would have had to have shot the whole of Avengers. Yeah. In order to get that in there. I don't think it was. And I don't they called it the Avengers, not Avengers Assemble. Not Avengers Assemble. They have the little tagline of some assembly required, but yeah. it's not actually it's just called the Avengers. The Avengers. But it was in the US, wasn't it? It was only Oh, was it? Yeah. It was only, only very because we had the TV. UK show. release because yeah, and mm. the, the I can't remember who the company was that owns the um not, it's not copyright, is it? IP. IP yeah, I can't remember property. who owns who owns the, yeah. the trademark, trademark for Avengers or the Avengers, but they weren't willing to give it up. Oh, okay. Here's my last note then. <clears throat> Although this film is completely unbelievable, in as much as it is it wants us to believe there is a single American that is as selfless and unegotistical as Steve Rogers. Ow. It is also a thoroughly entertaining film with the right blend of action, characterization, and humour for a comic book uh based war film. Therefore, it is getting an eight. Yeah, yeah, I, I love how you can you just couldn't resist laying in, laying in one last little barb there in your notes. Uh, well, <laughs> all we need, all we, if you're an American and you're listening to this, reach out and I'll stop trolling the Americans. I'll start, you know, trolling Swedes or someone to finish. You can't troll the Swedes; they don't do anything. <laughs> oh my God, you're so white. No, you can't really troll. You them. can't really. That <laughs> doesn't work. I mean, when was the last time a Swedish person? Oh, wait, no, it was what's his name who shot his wife through the toilet door. Oh, the the matey with the, the peg leg. He wasn't Swedish, was he? I thought he was South African. Am I getting them confused? Yeah. No, Sweden. That was the one where matey the the alt right the alt right Christian nut job shot the kids. Oh yeah, on the, yeah, art, yeah. Oh, the summer camp thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was Swedish, wasn't he? Yeah. There you go. Like, I mean, maybe they've been shades of America there. Yeah. Oh. Fucking, fucking religious nut job shooting kids. Oh, my God. Them white motherfuckers. Them white motherfuckers. Where so are people going to learn? Yeah. We shouldn't be allowed on the buses. We shouldn't be allowed on a bus with decent black folk. Fuck you, America. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Sweden. Fuck you, Sweden. Fuck everybody. We just hate everyone. Except the Finnish. Except the Finns. Do we like the Finns? They've never done anything. They've never done anything. All right. Okay. Well, let... <laughs> but then French. Fuck everyone but Finland. <laughs> them surrender monkeys. <laughs> Fucking French. Yeah, stop. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm giving it an eight as well for basically the same reasons you did because we just need to end this now. Uh, what would you call someone from the Isle of Man? Inbred? Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Find what you love. Believe in it. Possible. <laughs> yes! What you come? What you call someone? They can't do the out for their own podcast. Reggie, find what you love. Believe in it. Positive things will happen. I can do this all day long. <laughs>